Hey, this is Gary, and this is our special episode about PvP, where you know the guilty pay the price, but there's one place where the guilty don't pay the price, and that's audible.com. Um, in order to get your free audiobook, Guilty or Not, and your free trial, no matter how many covenants you've betrayed, go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat. That's audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat to get your free trial and uh, no need to get forgiven before you do this. Just uh, go do it. And then return home with newfound humanity and newfound humanities, by which I mean world literature. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. My name is Jeremy Greer. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is an undead uh, second favorite in this case. <laughs> yes, this is technically an appendix. We are doing PvP 201. And uh, as you heard, we are being joined once again by Jeremy Greer, also known as EC. Uh, is it EC, EC on YouTube? Sure. Not EC, EC. Yeah. Not EC, EC. Yeah. So what is it if it's not EC, EC? No, no. It's It's definitely not that thing that you said. Who's on YouTube? What? Yeah, who's on YouTube? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Blorp. Uh, yeah. No, but you, you may re- recognize, uh, Jeremy's voice, if not his name from the previous PvP episode we did, and, uh, also the PvP's corner, I think, PvP corner, uh, sections of the appendices. <laughs> and, uh, we wanted to invite you back. So thank you very much for coming back. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. We we just wanted to. Uh, so as we we keep mentioning, we're you know desperately kindling the bonfire as uh, old men who are afraid of the dark and uh, putting off the next episode after this, which we are looking forward to, but doing the uh, the wrap up episode. And uh, we figured that the first PvP episode, um, you know, was a big hit. People really liked it, and uh, it was really informative to us. But I, you know, I had always been intending to get some more firsthand experience. And then uh, when Jeremy uh, started kind of consistently writing in with PvP stories for each area, I thought, well, what about all the areas we passed? Like, I think <laughs> you and I, Cole, both said, like, wouldn't it have been awesome if we would have had this idea earlier? Yeah. <laughs> um, or, or you said it in your thing, Jeremy. You said, like, oh, I wish I had thought one of us or all three of us said uh, we should have had this idea before. Um, so we figured, you know what? Fuck it. We can do, do whatever we want. Uh, <laughs> let's just let's just do it. Start from the from the beginning of the game and then also have kind of our own experiences to add to it. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so let's start. Um, let's talk about me and Cole. Let's talk about kind of our builds that we use. And then Jeremy, you've talked, you talked a bit about PVP builds um, during your last time, but maybe just kind of, uh, you know, relay or reiterate a favorite uh, that you okay, did. I, I actually have a brand new build that's, it's not unique by any means, but it's it's new to me that I can talk about. So I'm, I'm I put about 10 hours into it so far, and I'm really excited about it. But I'm, I'm insanely curious to hear your PvP experiences and the builds that you went with, and like, so I, I, I definitely want to hear you guys talk about it. Okay, cool. Why don't you uh, why don't you go first? Yeah, so um, I decided to go with kind of a dexterity-based uh, character. Um, and instead of going with an Uchi, um, I wanted to try and do like a thrusting sword uh, kind, of, kind of approach. So I started out with the rapier, and then I ended up doing the S-Dock. 
Um, hmm. you know, just because I preferred its moveset a little bit. It was a little bit more flashy. It, it felt, uh, it felt more in line, uh, with kind of the feel that I was going for. Um, and, uh, uh, kind of like low poise, um, kind of armor. I forget ultimately what I went with, but it was like probably like black leather. Um, something, something, something like that, just so I could maintain like a, you know, a, a less than a quarter roll, um, and, uh, kind of focusing on trying to do, uh, riposts and parries and backstabs and things like that. Which are extraordinarily hard to master in PvP. Yeah, I found that out right quick um, because of the lag. <laughs> found that out right quick. Uh, but just I, you know, like my, my my run through for the entire show had been like a uh, had been a no shields vi um mm-hmm. you know, kind of build that's really common in pvp um and i didn't want to be another one of those kind of polluting the well so i wanted to be a little bit more um a little bit more uh specialized than that and also i was doing dark moon and that kind of seems a bit more of the dark moon flavor to be finesse kind of you know, kind of based um yeah 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 so so that's what i rolled with i wasn't i wasn't terribly successful because i i don't have uh, exceptionally fast reflexes and you know trying to count frames and account for lag um i ended up it, 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 most of my matches were just kind of like rolling around dudes until until i uh you know ultimately just got killed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. were you, yeah. did you did you collect any ears at all uh or were you yeah I got, much... I got like five or six of them you know very nice very yeah. nice parrying yeah. in pvp is more about being psychic than anything else like <laughs> you just have to like okay i'm pretty sure that guy in like 15 seconds is going to strike yeah. at me <laughs> yeah and and getting parried in in pvp is more about being fucking infuriated <laughs> yeah it's like because it does <laughs> Like, God damn it! I'm like, go up and make more, myself a drink. Yeah, yeah <laughs> more more backstabs, but like, yeah, Jesus Christ! Like the you know crazy people teleporting behind me. Yeah, um, really kind of amazing and frustrating. Like I could kind of tell it was going to happen when I saw them going for it. Yeah, but I never knew how much time I had before like their tells that they were going for a backstab, and when they would all of a sudden appear behind me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was really frustrating. Yeah. Um, what did you do for your weapon? Is it just like a plus fifteen? Did you just I, do a like I, a upgrade ne- path, or did you do elemental it? I never, I never got it up to plus fifteen. It's like roughly like plus ten or something like that. Mm. Um, I don't think that I got to New Londo with this character. Um, he was roughly like I think I took him from like thirty five to forty and trying to get him to like a level build where I could invade at the most places. Um, but yeah, cool. Yep. Um, I did a, uh, so I wanted to do a gimmick thing, um, because I like those when I watch them on, uh, YouTube. So I went down and I grabbed the, the Grave Lord sword and, uh, my whole point was, uh, toxic. So <laughs> I, um, you know, went and got a Grave Lord sword and got it upgraded. Um, the black hem set and eventually the, uh, the skull mask. So I kind of looked like the Grim Reaper and had a bunch of, uh, toxic resistance through the black hem set. And then uh, threw a bunch of shit and threw a bunch of poison daggers and essentially just tried to toxic people with that. Um, got toxic cloud and poison cloud. And later, nice. uh, that acid cloud thing, which I realized is like one of the dickish, most dickish spells. <laughs> I don't know how much effect it has, but it can give me no gain. Like there's nothing in the fight that is going to really help with that. Um, unless maybe they're using like a special R2 weapon. Maybe that'll do enough damage to where the next time they do it, it'll break their weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just spite. Um, so, so I went in looking like the, you know, Grim Reaper and did a lot of like toxicing people. 
Were you um, following that up with uh, Lloyd's talismans and preventing them from healing and just kind of watching them die, or did you just like tox them yeah. and then start beating them to death? No, I just I just usually ended up beating beating them to death. I definitely ended up draining out a couple people. Like I, I had a couple really fun protracted fights where they ended up using all of their Lloyd's talismans or all of their Estes. Um, nice. Yeah, just real real fun. I ended up using the uh, the Lloyd's talisman. I meant to do it, and then just uh, you know I would sit down and like I'm gonna go do that, and then I would get distracted by something fun fun to do but uh you know watching somebody you know especially a new player and just kind of toying with them is really fun like i liked uh i would toxic somebody and then uh poison them as well since they're different meters so they can just really have their and that's that toxic sound is really satisfying the other thing i try to do for the build is if i could position myself behind a corner i would do one of the cloud attacks and then walk out of it (laughs) <laughs> uh, like every time I could, which like I swear sometimes like work the way I wanted to. Like sometimes people just you know back to normal, and I had people turn around and run like who were you know using the Drake sword and full light set and just like it was awesome. <laughs> like, in, in my mind, every time you did that, like Bell Bibbs DeVoe's uh, poison came on the radio and you just walked out like a like a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or a Britney Spears. Toxic. Yeah, I was gonna go with Britney Spears. Yeah, either or. Yeah, I guess I'm showing my age. Jeez. Or, or, or you know, just uh, any song by Poison. Every there you go. Yeah, every every, every room has it. Yeah. And you were pretty successful then. It sounds like <laughs> yeah. I, I did. I kind of did great. Like up in, I was surprised because I didn't have most of my experience before this was being invaded. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, it's people who know enough about the game to have a level of expertise um, that I didn't have most of the time when I got invaded. And uh, this was the first time where I was fighting people who were my match or less. Um, <laughs> near the second half of the game, my like win loss ratio got a lot worse. But I would say up and up through Anne Orlando, I was probably rocking about a four to one um, win loss. And nice. then uh, you were a dark wraith or a dark moon or yeah, or uh, yeah, dark wraith. So <laughs> so this is funny because like when we were talking, you know, initial conversations, like not even just the, you know, the text messages, the text messages that you sent me asking, what do they gain from this? Yep. Um, and on the show, like you know, dark, you know, you were saying Dark Souls doesn't need to be harder, and then nope. the delight that you've been taking. <laughs> in, yep. in, 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 nope. So, yep. Nope. Yep. What is it? Yeah. Two, <laughs> two things about that. I want to say uh, one is that uh, I sent people really nice messages. After I did it, and told them, you know, like I'm doing the show. I'm trying to get experience. Thanks for being a sport. Um, and and so I, I was trying to explain to them. And sometimes people reacted very like kindly, and sometimes they're like piss off. Um, and then I also tried to drop presents for people. Okay. So I figured that's how I balance out the universe. But I, I had the very distinct moment of thought, like, you know, introspection. What can change the nature, or like, what makes a man abandon his principles? <laughs> fun, <laughs> duh. Because like, it's, it's really fun to do so. Of course, that's why people stop being good. Like, yeah, I remember on the first podcast I was on that, uh, that both of you were kind of like, man, why would you? Like I kind of heard the unspoken question of why would you ever invade somebody? Like what is? And then to see you, especially you, Gary, because I think you're the one that's been posting <laughs> most about it, to like just make that ninety degree turn and go like, yes, invade all the time. It's been absolutely <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Well, yep. like, like I, I'm the person who's done like a like a like a level one degree, you know? So yeah. I've never yeah. been like entirely against it, but it's just funny to see the Dark Knight fall, you know. Absolutely. absolutely yeah no i i uh, i had a lot of fun with it and like i said i i tried to balance things out 
Um, but then as, as you go to, I also see the way that like the kind of banality of evil where like you just get bored. So you just kind of like, what if, I wonder if I could do this? Like it's a real dick move. And, but I wonder if I could do it. Yep. That worked. That's great. <laughs> and then like you just kind of start, you know, just, and, and there's definitely a period, you know, near the end, I was literally like griefing people. Like it wasn't just a fight. It was like, what can I do to be the biggest dickhead? Um, you know, and that was lethal you know, about it, weren't you? Like, that's the feeling that I get sometimes when you've got yeah. them poisoned and toxic and they can't heal. And you're like, maybe I can kick them off that ledge, too. <laughs> 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 my, my favorite. Uh, I mean, we'll get to it. I'll, we'll, we'll talk about our individual stories. Talk to us about uh, your build for this journey. Uh, the most recent one, which was uh, given to me by another goon named uh, Lazy Programming, was a, a quality build. Are you guys familiar with that term from Demon Souls or Dark Souls at all? I, I am. I don't know what Cole is. I, I know. I know what quality weapons are from Demon Souls, but I don't know how that would have mapped to uh, Dark Souls. So it's pretty much the same thing. The weapons are fairly the same. Um, quality build is generally twenty-seven strength and forty dex, with whatever you know. I just put a pile of points into endurance and HP. I think I have eighteen hundred HP on this character, which is just ridiculous. Um, and your quality weapons are like your claymores, your long swords, your broadswords, um, halberd, lucerne those types of things so this is a guy that's um um i think i have like 80 something poise and i'm using the halberd with the leo ring and uh mm. it's been very very interesting because <laughs> people <laughs> people don't know what poise is <laughs> like you, can, you can totally tell like it's really fun to invade uh like this you know magic dude who's like i'm gonna shoot you with the crystal soul spirit i'm like well i'm gonna stun lock you for like 10 minutes and kill you <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. I've been, <clears throat> I made it for one of the goon fight clubs that we do on the weekends. We're pretty much doing them every Saturday nowadays on the console. We bounce between mm-hmm. 360 and PS3. Um, but I ended up invading in the forest with it and just having a hell of a good time. Like It's just been a lot of fun with it. Um, just doing the forest hunter stuff, which believe it or not, I didn't really... I did when I first started playing Dark Souls, but then I switched to Dark Moon and Dark Wraith and... I got back into forest hunting again. It's a lot of fun. A lot of 2v1 stuff out there and a lot of hackers on the 360. But um, <laughs> other than that, it's been a whole lot of fun. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So let's uh, let's kind of go. So we're going to go a little bit area by area and uh, kind of go down rabbit holes as we approach them. So we, we'll talk about uh, individual kind of the qualities of each area and how it lends itself to PvP. And then uh, anything that sparks up in our mind, we'll just kind of organically let that flow. Um, and we're going to start out in an area that I did not uh, get to do anything in just because by the time uh, I, you know, I didn't want to, I was really stingy with my cracked red eye orbs and I wasn't ready to fight uh, fight the four kings yet. So I did not end up doing any, or very much invading in the uh, in the burg. Right. Yeah. I've done a lot of invading in the burg. I've done a lot of hosting in the burg as well. Um, it's, it's you know, if you go into any Dark Souls stream, you're going to see probably somebody is, you know, doing Fight Club stuff or just random invasions in the Berg. It's a very big PvP hotspot um, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Like, I don't, I guess because I think it started when people wanted to troll the low-level invaders, like the soul-level one people that wanted to grief people. So, you know, you park your 120 guy there and just, you know, destroy some <laughs> poor invader. Um <laughs> There's a lot of fun stories to be had in there, but uh, like it's just it's just hardcore PvP. Like it's guys that are waiting for fights that have probably fine tuned their build to, you know, Spurglordian. Like they're you know they're fine tuning that one or two extra points of poise and HP or, or whatever. And so yeah, they know it's, a, it's a very active hotspot. Yeah, yeah, which is which is the like, the level of 
of jazz I never got to. There's like the poise break points. Like I went with a no poise character. I know what those are, but I never like calculated them. Yeah. Um, I did like I didn't do very much of my PvP experience were people who I thought were looking to to do PvP. Like a lot of people who I think were probably okay with it. Um, and then some people who were, um, you know, I got a couple like gang up situations where I'd come in and they'd have two people with them, but mm. I didn't do very much in the way of, uh, duels of people who I thought were waiting for it. Um, and that's what this sounds like primarily. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done anything in the bird call like PVP wise? Yeah. Yeah. With the SL one guys, but I got kind of bored of it just because every, like, you know, like you guys have alluded to, you know, people who are there are there specifically for it. And, uh, I'm not very good at this kind of fight. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm running around with my hand axe, you know, acting a fool. It's like, uh, okay, hit, you know, hit, hitting up against, uh, hitting up against the wall there. Um, it, it's, it's relative, it's, it's predictable, right? Like there's, there, there's nothing too tricky about the terrain. Couple of places where you can fall off, but otherwise it's mostly flat surfaces with high visibility. So it's, yeah. you know, it, it's about as even of a playing field as you're going to get, right? Yeah, very similar to the Ulasil Township, and that you have. I mean, ninety percent of it takes place in that little area where the That's three what I was columns just about to are. Say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's flat, square, and you know, no ledges that you can fall off of unless you go a little further. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did do uh, some invading before I had my build kind of built up because I wanted to do these low-level areas a bit um, in the parish. Which is the uh, the next next area, yeah. which I think is the the first. You know, people are much more likely to go human here yeah. uh, for for in game reasons. So you're more likely to be able to do kind of the the organic invading rather than the metagame kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, which mostly like this area, I mostly just stomped people um, just because I had the Grave Lord Sword at like plus two at this point, which is a really overpowered kind of thing. Wow, uh-huh. yeah, that is... You were probably, what, yeah. so level 15 or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I was running into. And that, I just, you know, and I'll probably talk about it a couple times, but um, I really, like, grew to love that weapon. Um, <laughs> I like that moveset a whole lot. Like, the, the jumping R2 has a really nice arc mm-hmm. to it, and I had a lot of uh, really good um, luck kind of you know, running up to, like, not locking onto someone, but doing the jumping R2 to the right or to left of someone and catching them. And then if you kind of lock on at that point, I was able to, to stunlock people pretty easily. Um, Taught yourself so, at a dead angle. Very good. I did, yeah. <laughs> um, it didn't always work the way. And I could tell later on when I was fighting higher-level people that they knew what I was doing, you know, and knew knew how to counter it, um, mm-hmm. which, uh, which was difficult. But that and then just the... Um, the the regular strong attack has such a because I was two handing it I was not a uh, most of the time not using a shield I didn't mention it but I used a lot of pyromancy on this as well uh, mostly for toxic cloud but then later I ended up <laughs> at tens of souls to spend so I got it plus five and had a great combustion as well um, and the uh, that has a lot more reach than uh, than it seems like it does so I was definitely able to kind of stab people with the tip of that quite a few times yeah. The, the the parish is interesting because like even though I wasn't a dark or I wasn't a dark wraith you know I was I was you know waiting to get to Anorlanda to be a dark moon, um, it's easy to just hang out here as a human and just be invaded so you can get this kind of collateral uh, second hand PvP just uh, mm-hmm. just by inviting yourself you know by inviting people in this way right yeah 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 um, it's also the first time where like. And this was just the, the beginnings of it, but when I might kind of just be in a dick, 
uh, seeds were growing here where I definitely had somebody where uh, they were going into the gargoyle uh, gargoyle fight and they had summoned Solaire, but I was up or was go- were going to summon Solaire and, you know, got on there and clicked it real quick and I let them do it and then kill Solaire. And then, just leave. <laughs> um, which I did like, like crazy with Tarkus. Like that, most of my son's fortress invading was just like taking away people's Tarkuses. Um, and that's like, and that would be all I wanted. Cause like, it's kind of amazingly unbalanced. Like there is so little penalty for dick wraithing and failing. Like nothing happens. You don't even go hollow. Yeah, especially if you're invading by the by the bonfire, then you spawn and your your souls are right there. Like yeah, your souls aren't where you die; they're where you got summoned. It's incredible. Like there's just no downside to it. I have lost more souls from invading and forgetting to pick up my bloodstain than I have Mm -hmm. ever from actually like losing in PvP. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I really like the parish. There's a just the weird, just the different levels of it. Like you've got the upstairs and the downstairs and the arena itself, like the, where they fog wall you off. Like it's one of the bigger PVP areas. Like Mm -hmm. it's usually confined to that church, but I think you can go out almost all the way to the Hellkite dragon uh, or Drake, Mm. excuse me. And I mean, the fog walls just don't exist. So you could, you could really try to like lead an invader on a, on a chase if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you have a story here about invading from the sunlight altar and going after people who are going after the the Drake sword. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually done that. I've heard tell of this, and there's there's some videos. Um, and I just I, I found that out when I was uh, writing some of these notes up that if you if you invade from the sunlight altar, you actually spawn right there on the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the weird thing is that you can actually be killed as an invader by the Hellkite Drake. Oh, yeah, which is which is rare. Yeah, his. Yeah. I think that's one of the very few elemental like dangers as a permanent invader, like that because enemy attacks don't hurt you and most traps and stuff like that. But um, you said so the the Drake's fire can kill you, but what will happen, especially if you're low enough? Everybody has read like the you know make Dark Souls easy one at one you know game fact or whatever. So they're all <laughs> under underneath that little bridge and you know they're got their bow out and they're looking up and you know they but they're zoned in so they probably even missed the invasion message because they're you know <laughs> aiming manually. <laughs> So you can just go up to them and just kick them a couple of times, and they'll fall right off the line. <laughs> Which is what they get for trying to cheat their way through Dark Souls, anyway. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. you can figure out that tale. Yeah, no, I, I and, and, and it's just like, and part of me, the couple people who did kind of rage at me, like I was really hoping to get some real serious hate mail, mm-hmm. and it, did, it definitely it didn't happen. And part of that's because, like, even when I'm being a jerk, like, I can't help but being nice. Like, I'm okay. I do this podcast. I'm gathering research. You know, um, I can't help but being like nice about it but even the little bits of hate mail i had like i really wanted to explain to him like like this pissed me off too man like but it, this is the part of the cycle like the same way the dark souls breaks you down and builds you back up this is part of it you know so are, you, are will, you suggesting that we need to make a it gets a better campaign for new dark souls <laughs> <laughs> it is, i don't know better is the right word but like just everything that you you become everything you hated. Like you, you hate this right now. You think it's unfair, and eventually you'll get to kind of like it, and then eventually you'll do it. You're talking and then about you're... perpetuating the cycle. You're upset because people are giving you swirlies when you're a freshman, but when you're a senior, you... <laughs> yep, Ugh. that's that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm one of them now. Um, you got your Letterman's jacket and your swagger and your Capri Sons and your cheerleader yeah. girlfriend and your 
No, and you went to a very stereotypical high school, didn't you, Cole? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I went to, Cole went to high school on the set of Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to high school in Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had this uh, giant phone. <laughs> yeah. No, like mid, like middle mid Ohio, and uh, that's about as Riverdale as you get. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that it is. Yeah. But uh, my, my schooling aside, yes, you, you have become everything you hate, Gary. In, in a weird way. But I mean, I just I, I feel like I've seen the light. Like, it's a real epiphany kind of thing. Like, oh, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and like and, and most people and like I said, very little hate mail. Like most people are like, oh, that's cool. Like, I need to get better at this anyway, <laughs> which was not the attitude I had when I got invaded. Like, I was pretty pissed. Yeah, it'd be a fucked up my run, man. Yeah, that's what I, that's how I felt. But most of these people are just kind of like, oh, it's part of the game. And I wonder if there's actually been like a shift in the general attitude, because when I, I didn't start playing this a real long time ago, but it's been, you know, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I wonder if they are, uh, you know, the, the temperatures have kind of changed with well, that. Well, I mean, I, th- I like the, 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 the overall player base probably is a bit more experienced in general, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's just kind of more media out there. Like this game is still blowing up. Like it's one of the most popular, you know, YouTube sensations and stuff there's probably just a lot more of it out there mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. based in this so these people who are playing they search on youtube you know eight out of ten search results are pvp videos you know maybe they just are more expecting of it as opposed to when i went into it it was just something that had come highly recommended to me like i didn't neither none of the people who recommended it to me did any pvp stuff mm-hmm. or any any of the three principles like you levi and john um did any pvp at the time so you know it was just it was an unknown quantity to me yeah, and that's why I think I was. It took me so blindsided. And, and this is this is a bit of a weird thing, you know, Jeremy. You might be able to speak to this, but like the PC version probably has like the most the most legs in terms of getting fresh faces in because of like Steam sales and whatnot. Like we're in the middle of the Steam summer sale right now. Um, yeah, it's and- been. Um, if you follow Twitch at all, there's the the Steam sale from this week. Like it has turned. Uh, just watching people invade. It was going from five minutes between invasions to literally as soon as they spawn back in, hit the red orb, they're invading another person. <laughs> um, it's been it's been crazy. And, yeah. You know, to talk about hate mail, I, I find it's kind of a guy that reads way too much hate mail for his own good, specific to this game. Um, <laughs> well, you write a blog, don't yeah, you? Do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Tumblr.com. Yeah. Darksoulshaters.tumblr.com. Um for all of your, you know, if you just want to read a bunch of bad words on Tumblr, that's, that's the place to go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, most of that stuff comes from people who have been playing Dark Souls and have some sort of weird rule set in their head about it. Um, you know, the the new players, and I, I found this too, just like you were saying, Gary, like most of the time they would message you and be like, oh man, where did you get that sword? Or where did you even come from? How do I... I've seen that thing. How do I like? They want to. They want to talk to you. Or uh, mm-hmm. like when I was invading New Londo quite a bit, and we'll, we'll probably get to this eventually. But you know, people would immediately after I would kill them, they would send me a message. Hey, can you help me with the four kinks? I'm having a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to these, you know, PvP specific areas, and these people have, you know, whatever honor duel, no magic, no backstabs, whatever that all that Ugh, bullshit is. No like, rush that, twenty. That's when you. Yeah. yeah, that's when you start getting onto yeah. your hate mail situation. I find new players are right generally else. very friendly. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, and then we break them down. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you you didn't bow first. You didn't bow first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so kind of, kind of next up chronologically would be the lower berg. Um, I only was able to do a couple of uh, invasions here. 
Um, what is interesting about it to me as a location for that is that, and you run into this in the next area kind of for the first time, is that uh, it's the last area that is not uh, labyrinthine at all. Mm-hmm. So part of invading, um, specific or PvP via invading, is like tracking the person down. Yeah which was not something I'd given much thought to before I did this. And this is the last area where that's not really a problem since it's just a hallway. You know, like this might be the most linear area in the game. Um, Probably so. Yeah. yeah. So this was, this was fun. You know, the cut, the little bit I did um, just because it was, uh, you know, easy to find the person and there are so many environmental hazards. It's very dense with enemies for being a small space. So this was, you know, taught me those two lessons. Like one, you know, it's good. This is, get, you know, don't get used to this. It's going to be hard to find these people eventually. And two, you know, it's really easy to lead people into the actual PVE hazards here. People get mad when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm not particularly aware. a big, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not particularly a big fan of this. Just, I guess, for the reason you said, um, mostly the environmental effects. Like it's one of those areas that you spawn in and, you know, two out of five times, it's just immediately target destroyed because they got killed by one of the thieves or the dogs or whatever. So it's like you're wasting your time waiting for the invasion, and then you invade. You don't even get to fight. Mm. So <clears throat> yeah, and I, I think I did two here. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't stay here for very long because I really wanted to get to uh, the depths, which is next. Um, Cole, did you do any Lowerberg stuff? I never got any bites here. Yeah. I would imagine it's very difficult as a Dark Moon to find somebody that's human that's. Because even like your New Game Plus people with, who would have sin were probably not even going human here because they don't need help with the Capra demon. So. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so you know, next up would be the depths. Um, this is probably this ne- these next three areas is where I did most of my my invading. Mm-hmm. Um, and the They're depths is where best I three areas in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was super fun. Like this was this was where I hit my stride and I realized like, oh, I'm actually you know doing really well at this. Um, you know, had a lot of fun with this. One of the things was it was difficult. It was difficult for me to figure out um, where to go, like where the guy was. Like you can kind of look around for damage numbers popping up, mm-hmm. um, but if the person's not being damaged, knowing where they're at was difficult. And sometimes, uh, just know you know following the trail of dead enemies would not work because you don't know if they took a took the shortcut down from the bonfire, like where they're at exactly. So that was definitely tricky. But I did have the fun of coming in with somebody and teaming up with Kirk, which, um, which was a cool, like, it just, you know, just, it's the two of us together, like, partying, which was super fun. Isn't there a weird, um, I guess, camaraderie between when you invade and you see the NPC invasions happen? Yeah. Like, there's been several yeah. times I've been like, oh, I'm going to go defend Chester. <laughs> Me and Chester yeah. are going to team up. <laughs> and the same thing with Kirk and, you know, all, any of the NPC invaders. Like, it's always a lot of fun to fight alongside those guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is a well, this is a really fun spot just to um and I think I yeah I did link this into this notes. Did y'all watch that video with the cursed stuff? I, I've seen it before. The notes. Yeah, it's probably yeah. the most horrible thing you could do to my new player <laughs> in Dark Souls. <laughs> For those that haven't seen the video, uh, you can look it up on Red Rosie's YouTube video page. Um, It'll be in the show. He or she? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Whatever. Yeah, Red Rosie went, would invade in the depths and. Tempt people down to the cursed frogs and then use force to trap them there so that the cursed frogs would then curse them. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, I never really thought about it, but you can, you totally see the host, like, you know, go into the crystal form. <laughs> like it's, it's, a, it's a cool death animation that I never even thought that you could see out for, from another person. Yeah, so. they kind of curl up. 
Yeah, it's it's bizarre. <laughs> and it, it's based on um, what like the Grudge or something like that. Like it's a fun video. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah, it's, he, it's heavily he does good work. Yeah, yeah. Um, does real good work. Mm-hmm. Um, that was he was one of the first. Um, that's probably it's one of my favorite like PvP gimmick videos. And and uh, he or she did one of the first ones I saw that I really enjoyed, which was the uh, sneak attack one, uh, the sorcerer sneak attack one with all the cool stuff with chameleon. And, uh, and I was just like, I, I've got to mess around with that spell. Like, I haven't done anything with it. Um, she also did, I meant to bring this up in the uh, parish, but she was the person that had a low soul level build in New Game 7 and would summon white phantoms who would immediately <laughs> go after the hollows and not realizing they were New Game 7 hollows and they would just get immediately eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> or, or she would wait for invaders and use... Um, Undead rapport on the is it the Bernike knight? Am I saying that right? The the big tower knight dude. Yeah, Bernike yeah. knight. Yeah. Deeper soul. So invaders would come in and, and like all of a sudden they've got this giant knight after him. New game seven. <laughs> 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 That's good stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my gosh, just that indirect PvP is so good. Yeah, uh, I had more like like in the in the lower depths, like down towards uh, down towards uh, you know the gaping dragon after the shortcut. Um, just because people were human on that run to go to to go do the boss run, didn't have a lot of luck uh, getting into the into the you know tunnels with the rats and the basilisk. Yeah, I never got anyone to go down to the basilisk other than just on the the kind of doorstep where where Kirk was. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I thought most people right around that um, that first corner with the rats. Um, mm, that's yeah. where you invade from if you invade by the bonfire. Right. And uh, do you, Jeremy, do you know does the the place you invade from does that vary based on how you're doing it? Will a dark moon invade in a different place than a than a dark wraith? The only variance is when you um, when you're talking about a forest hunter. Uh, since you're invading from the ring, you can spawn from any one of the four or five spots in the forest. Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, dark moon, dark wraith is the it's the same thing. So okay, yeah. And and each of these, I didn't mess around with that too much. But each area has a couple <laughs> of different uh, invasion spots, which was interesting to me. Um, I, I would kind of usually stick with one. You know, I didn't didn't explore all of them, but uh, you know it's a neat thing because I can definitely see one. You know, different. So, oh, here this is the question I was trying to get at. Does the place where you're invading from does that alter the pool of people who you invade? So, like, I'm, if I'm not sure. It, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Like, it seems like it's all based on because for my limited understanding of these hackers that kind of take apart the PC version of the game, when you connect to Dark Souls and you're on the internet, you kind of become, you're in a pool of people that are also online with Dark Souls, and that's your pool of people that you're going to be invading, which is why sometimes, especially in the forest, you end up invading the same guy like three or four times in a row. Um, (laughs) So I I wouldn't think that it does. I wouldn't think that the place does um, outside of the PvP zones, obviously, but I, I don't I, I don't know for sure. I don't, I don't think that it would. But I mean, I seemed to get like more to, to you know, varying up my position would give me better luck in different places. Like Lower Blight Town was more successful than uh, than Upper Blight Town. Lower depths uh, more more successful than upper depths. But that might just be placebo effect or confirmation bias. I'm not sure. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it's really easy to look at it, too, especially the lower and upper depths of, you know, when I go into the depths on a brand new character, I'm I'm always hollow and I always go down there and I do my stuff and I get to the bonfire. And then I turn human so I could summon a bud or summon Solaire or whatever. So, And I would imagine that's what most people do. So most of your invasions would happen, happen in that lower depths area. Yeah. I, yeah. Like you said, like it's you just never know with how vague it is with the multiplayer statistics. Like you just no clue. 
Yeah. You have a you have a story in the notes here about uh, summoning summoning a dragon bro um, for one of your KJ builds. Yeah. Um, I, when I was first starting my lowest toll level uh, Karmic Justice build, it I was kind of surprised to see I was human, so I could you know invade, and I was surprised to see that there was a, a dragon sign right there. And you know I'm like soul level thirty, and I'm like, what is this guy doing? So and as I always do when I see dragon signs, I take pity on my dragon bros and summon them up, and we fought. And I I don't even remember who won now. Like it could be either one of us. Um, but I messaged him later, and I was like, what? Like what the fuck are you doing? Like what are you? <laughs> this could not be. And then he told me he he said no. I, I get a lot of hits down here. Like I don't I don't think people would realize what they're summoning when they hit it. I think it's like a normal summon sign. And I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Maybe that's a good strategy to get dragon scales very early in the game. I, I don't know. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 was, if, I was definitely surprised to see that. I forget if we talked about it in the uh, in the one one episode, but like, have you had any luck being a dragon bro? You know. I have never. I think I I used that sign thing once. Um, I've got a, a stupid gimmick build, which is a um, a, a dra- using the, the dragon torso, dragon head, and then four different bows, and <laughs> utilizing the <laughs> the dragon roar to you know overpower the bows basically. Yeah. Um, but I've never done any of the like. I always summon them because I think that you should do that for those poor guys that are trying to get scales. But I've never ever like tried. I take that back. I, I have tried it once or twice, and I think I don't. I didn't get any hits, and I was like, "Well, this is boring. This is like grave lording. I don't need to do this at all." <laughs> yeah, it, it, it doesn't. Uh, I've done a little bit of it, and then me and Brayton have our dragon bros for the the let's play. Yeah, and, those are uh, great, by the way. I've been, I've been <laughs> keeping, <laughs> and I don't actually, I don't really like watching let's plays either. Like it kind of, I like I watch someone's. Tr- stream something but I mean, let's plays kind of bore me usually but those have been great you've had a good time with that oh yeah thank you yeah they, they uh, I, have to, I have to edit them but the next three of them are, are real fun and then after that we're getting to you know the hard parts of the game so it's gonna yeah, be seeing uh, that uh, black knight and the uh, paris chase you guys down those stairs <laughs> <laughs> we're bumbling morons like it is, it is really just some cop scenario um, but the uh we even were trying to summon each other like each of the videos that are up now and all three of the ones that we already have done um, are going to feature, you know, 20 minutes cut out of us trying to summon each other for duels. Um, just because <laughs> even though we know we're in the same area, we're connected, we have connectivity, we both have scale that still doesn't work. Like the, the dragon covenant is, I mean, it's all, you know, the, the phrase like most broken covenant in Dark Souls gets thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. but the, uh, it's, it's a, it's a candidate for it. Like it does not work. Are you guys yeah. using the um, connection fix or whatever for PC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does not oh, seem to make a difference really. with that. We're able to summon each other as friends, but to summon each other as foes uh, <laughs> is pretty rare. So the sign just doesn't pop up. I don't know why. Bros before foes, man. Bros yeah. before foes. <laughs> 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 it's pretty good. Um, so, uh, you know, moving on, uh, Blight Town, another, uh, you know, super fun area for this. Mm hmm. Absolutely, one of my favorite areas in the game to invade. Period. Yeah. yeah, you were in your element here, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is everything is toxic. <laughs> so if I can chase someone down to the floor, um, you know, from Upper Light Town, which is my favorite thing to do. Um, like uh, this is you know, and my progression from from going from chaotic good to chaotic evil. Um, <laughs> the uh, I became more into like if I knew I had a new player like just harassing them and forcing them to do things. <laughs> um, so like if I, I invaded somebody in the upper area, um, 
you know, I would, I could, could kill them, but instead would just kind of keep toxicing them and, and poisoning them until they just kind of ran away and <laughs> I'd gain some ground or, you know, I'd lose some ground. I wanted them to leave and they would keep getting further into the level. And then, uh, but I'd always let them heal and I'd always let them eat their moss until they got down to the floor. And then like everything is poisoning them, including myself. And that's the word. I'm going to call you out right now, Gary. I'm going to call you out because one of the questions that you asked me, one of your most frustrating PVP stories on the first yeah. podcast we did was <laughs> you going, you being chased down by an invader and getting almost to that lower bonfire and then killing you. And you're like, why would they do that? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't get chased down. He invaded me down at the, Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't remember quite. But yeah. I, I, the, <laughs> you're not getting so, a free pass, Gary. No, I don't want a free pass. To, to be fair, that dude, I was like, man, I've I've had a real rough time. Could I just go to the bonfire? And he killed me. So like, we we communicated that dude. If somebody was just like, I'm having the roughest fucking time, I don't think I would kill them. I'd probably escort them and then give them the wave off motion and mm. and leave. Like if someone actually begged me, like I'm having a hard time. It's blight down, man. Um, <laughs> it's but they, it's they blight down, Jake. Forget yeah. about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, like I said, it's a, it's a descent. It's it's like a leaving Las Vegas esque. Like I'm just I'm becoming <laughs> becoming everything I hate. Um, Were you yeah. invading from that upper bonfire? I, d- I did a couple of different spots in Blighttown actually. So this was a fun area just because it has so much variety to it. Like yeah. Upper Blighttown and Lower Blighttown are almost totally different yeah. areas and play different completely differently from a PvP perspective. Um, so I invaded from Upper Blighttown and Lower Blighttown. The only reason I asked that is because that has to be probably the worst spawn point for an invader <laughs> oh, yeah. in the game. I had yeah, no idea like, where to go like half the time, yeah. <laughs> if you invade from the bonfire, you spawn on the the little shaky bridge that's um, – it's so hard to describe where things are in Blighttown because you have no point of reference. But uh, the shaky bridge that mo- – or the moving bridge that moves back and forth that's kind of underneath the bridge where the bonfire is, you invade on the other side of it. So the first thing you have to do after invading is run across this moving bridge, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> which is just like the worst thing. Yeah. But what I would tend to do is just um, – Try to uh, get to the uh, the first bonfire and then see if there are dead dogs. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of then the chase is on. Mm. <laughs> did you get good at spawning spotting the? Uh, I call them the phantom life bars. Have you did you have you ever noticed that where you where, as soon as you spawn in you can kind of look around real quick and you'll see like the red life bar pop up and you're like oh, okay I know he's over there. <laughs> I would, so I'm gonna I chase would, him. I would see more kind of. Um, like motion than anything mm-hmm. else, like just out of the corner of my eye. I don't think I ever recognized it as a, uh, as a life bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I got a little bit better. Just kind of immediately looking around and just seeing if I could see anything. Cole, did you catch any sinners up here? Nah, man, it's uh, you know, most people. So, so I, 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 I never managed to catch people in the gap between like triumphantly, uh, defeating the gaping dragon and getting to the first bonfire. Um, mm-hmm. most people just like that. The, there are very few, just the, there are very few opportunities to get in there. Uh, try for about a half hour at one point, uh, to get people because I saw Gary having so much fun up here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> had more luck, um, down in, uh, Lower Blyton. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Saxville Blytons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> down, down in Lower Blyton. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> had more had uh, again on pe- people on boss runs. It, you know, kind of seems to be the uh, 
the best way to go uh, for, for, for Dark Moons just because the criteria is so much slimmer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, like this was fun because, like, you were trying to find people, but it was, like, wide open. Like, Blighttown definitely probably is the most area that you have to cover, like, in a straight run. Uh, because one of the, uh, like, if you're not invading directly from the bonfire, uh, you often spawn right over by Quilog's domain. So you have to hoof it uh, if they're in between there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, remember to have your Rusted Iron mm-hmm. Ring uh, hit. And uh, also, yeah, trying to keep your moss up. Yeah, yeah, but this this was fun, definitely too. Just trying to uh, get people who were already on the on on their on their guard. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, because most, most of them were probably already expecting at least Mildred to invade, and yeah. then they probably have summons because that's a pretty popular area. Quaylog's a pretty hard boss. So. Yeah, I got I got beat down a lot of times here by summons uh, back in the uh, Dragon Scale area um, by the yeah. bonfire. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- this was not incredibly successful for me, but uh, the, the the one or two that I did manage to, uh, uh, if not beat, put up a good fight with. Uh, it was it was it was a lot of fun trying to lure them out and trying to get them to uh, to get poisoned by, either by the swamp or by the uh, the mosquitoes and whatnot. Yeah, I, I definitely had a couple. Um, this was also where I started running into uh, significant numbers of uh, 2v1s, like invading people who had help mm-hmm. already. Um, and there's the one place where if you invade down in the lower area and you end up on the bridge to the Great Hollow, which I thought is a really weird place mm-hmm. for you yeah. to spawn because it's so far away. And if they're heading for Quelag, you'll never make it. Um, and I ended up having definitely had a couple of duels. It was me and two people kind of circling around a pillar, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, w- I didn't want to do anything to anybody mm-hmm. until I could get them toxic. Like that was like my main goal. And then I would start fighting. <laughs> um, but the, so, so and there's a lot of like, I'd wait goal. on one corner and wait for them to run around the corner and then like throw shit in their face and then <laughs> run away. Um, and like, I, I could keep it up for a long time, but I kept dying there. Like if there are two people, they would get smart and one of them would go around one way and one would go around the other way and teleport backstab me. Um, you know, and there's only so much of that I could take. I ended up, the other thing too, is if I was going to be serious about this character, this is the first part where I realized like, I'm going to need more humanity. Like if I'm going to heal during these and these are not honor duels, like I can't just keep doing this. So I ended up going and farming for a bit, um, which I hate farming in video games, but I needed more, uh, more solid humanities to, to keep up my, my keep up appearances. So (laughs) keep up appearances. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I um I much prefer Upper Blytown to Lower Blytown. It's from an invading standpoint. Um, but as both of you said, you kind of have to chase people down. There's usually two v ones, three v one situations down there, and running through a poison swamp isn't fun. When you're actually progressing through the game, it's less trying to kill someone else in the game. Um, and Upper Blighttown just has so many, so much potential for griefing somebody. Like just with the, whether you're kicking them down a ledge, or you're kicking them off of a ledge, or you're you know using force to bounce them off a ledge. Mm-hmm. Like it's just always been my favorite. And I spent a lot of time down there. I did a, <clears throat> I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. I did a Maneater Mildred gimmick um, <laughs> that, that would invade an Upper Blighttown. <laughs> that was just. You know, plus 10, you know, whatever butcher knife thing. Like, not super high-end weapons or anything, but you know, firebombs, black firebombs, toxic, Lloyd Talismans, the whole nine. So it was <laughs> – by the time they got to the real Mildred, they were probably like, oh, this chick's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of lots of ledge play up there. 
Wow, Let's how... Play sounds incredibly dirty. Yeah, yeah Michael Hutchins died. <laughs> you know, just, yeah, just, just go down to the shit-filled town and just ledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to yeah. stay away from them Blitton boys and their, and their ledge play. <laughs> the Blighton boys. The Blighton boys. Yeah. Let's take a dark turn. Yeah. yeah. It's gross, man. It's probably, probably true, though. Like, if you're a dentist in a Blight town. You know, low income. Got to find some way to pass the time. <laughs> Got to do some edging. <laughs> legend, Gary. Got to do yeah. some legend. <laughs> I'm going to put yourself right up to the legend orgasm. That's how the expression goes, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're tired, uh, if you're tired of playing ledge games, why don't you go to the area that is full of the most ledges in the game? Yeah, the most dangerous game. Um, Sense Fortress also a super fun invading spot. Yes. So, Man, I have invaded so much here. I love it so, <laughs> so, so much. Yeah, this oh was fruitful territory. <laughs> Especially <laughs> This late. is probably the first time in the game where you're going to start if, on someone's first playthrough that they'll actually have sin. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So this, this is probably a really good place for you. Yeah, yeah this the, the, this was fantastic. This uh, this was the area that kind of broke my trend of like, oh, you want to catch people on the boss run. Like even from the start, people for some reason were human on the yeah. run. I, I think that, that that that's just a result of the fact that most of Sens is just a run. You know, like even 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 the bonfire is is relatively optional. So 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 yeah, like just uh, this this was this was good times. Uh, you know, facing people down on the uh, on the narrow kind of like ledges. Even that, like you know, I didn't so much care that I was going to lose. Like my build was mostly based on uh, you know evading, so I wasn't going to you know win. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh but to give them some, you know so, some level of annoyance that was that, that was good and a couple of times i've led them to get knocked off by uh by axes and such mm -hmm. yeah excellent yeah. times i love the invasion spots here too because if you invade from the bond the second bonfire you end up um kind of like at a overhead point of view on upper and, and upper sins but if you invade um, I think it's right outside of the bonfire. Like if you drop down on, on that third ledge, you actually mm -hmm. invade on top of a ledge, looking down where people could be walking under you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I had a couple awesome uh, drop attacks. Like before, I ended up getting great combustion and filling up all my attunement with toxic and poison clouds. I was using the Grave Lord Sword Dance um, mm -hmm. because of uh, it came with the sword. <laughs> <laughs> it was the accessory that came with my sword. So the, uh, I definitely did a couple, you know, pop people up in the air on those ledges things, which is really nice. fun. Yeah, they probably had like no the, idea what to do with, like, swinging blades behind them and, like, crazy sword dance stuff in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And, then, and this is the, the first place where I had my full costume, too. So, like, you know, it looked really, really intimidating. And, uh, yeah. So I definitely ran into a couple new players who just turned around, which is, like, super satisfying. Um <laughs> The other thing, too, that I like about the narrow ledges is that it's such a uh, playing field evener. So if they brought two phantoms with them, it doesn't matter. Like, you're like the, the 300 Spartans. Like, as long as you have a narrow pass, it gets as, many <laughs> as necessary. Absolutely. You know? it's, it's a lot of fun invading in there. Well, I did that whole... Um that whole gimmick where I would just take the dude, put a giant shield on him and just trap people in areas. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned earlier and about people sending you messages and asking you like, Hey, please stop. I'm, I'm new to the game or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. the other day I was doing exactly that. Like I was, 
<laughs> holding this dude in like the little area in Upper Sins where you know, there's a chest and two of the Baldernite guys, and um, I just wouldn't let him come up the stairs. And uh, finally, he backed <laughs> off, and he was still for a little bit. And then, you know, the message popped, and I looked at it, and it was just, "Please." <laughs> I will debase myself if I can just get through this area, please. <laughs> no, I'm like, well, I can't, I'm not. I guess okay. I'm having a good day. I'll, I'll leave. So I black crystal out with that dude on this <laughs> So if only you could get the prostrate uh, emoticon earlier, <laughs> so they can, yeah, they can exactly. humble themselves before you, before yeah. you let them through. So, so I, 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 you know, I, I intended for this to be like a Dex Faith run, but I just, you know, in the interest of getting as far as I could, I mostly just focused on, uh, uh, you know, endurance and you know dexterity. But uh, it would be this seems like a really fun place to use force. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you come back with that, like the teleforce one, the one that you learn from uh, Sigmeyer, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but the like the the range the teleforce version of- is exactly what it's called. Let's let's yeah. just let's just refer to it as teleforce. <laughs> teleforce. <Yeah. laughs> it sounds like it fits in with the Dark Souls nomenclature. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it sounds like it's, like uh, like in nineteen nineties dot com, teleforce dot com. Your source yeah. for sends death. Or 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 if you really want to do well on like Double Dragon, you get the NES teleforce. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> like. Uh, Emit force. Tele- that's what you're looking for. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I, yep, what I meant. That would be like super fun. I haven't haven't done that, but that seems like that would be really like, tons of fun. I also didn't do any stuff with um, the Dragon Grape Bro, which seems like it would be just a perfect fit, and videos have shown me that it is. But I, don't <laughs> yeah, I, just, did, uh, I just posted one. I think that was the last video I posted, actually, where it was just like, you know, me knocking 10 or 15 people off the ledge with the Dragon Bow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so satisfying and you can't even especially if you don't have the um stats to wield the dragon bow because you can still shoot it and it'll still knock people over but your character does this whole like like oh my god that was so much effort like it, she, they, they kind of spaz out a little bit yeah. like, oh, and, uh, but it still knocks people off ledges or down or whatever so it's it's a lot of fun for even a, a low soul level Oh, I wonder if you can set up where the uh, boulder throwing giant is and just deny people progress. You, you know, cannot. because they they have to go through that area. No, uh, uh, no, the uh, the ledge is too high, so you can't actually shoot a boat. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, you can hang out where the bonfire is um, hmm. and look up to where the tower, where the crestfallen merchant is. Mm-hmm. And as they, as when you invade, if they're over there, they'll you know, they'll kind of sneak out of that room and like start looking around a little bit. But they don't look down at the bonfire, and you could just sniper them off. Yeah, <laughs> just knock them straight down. <clears throat> yeah, this this was primarily like this is where most of my invading I did here was just killing killing Tarkas. Um, but Tarkas definitely got killed me a couple times too. Like <laughs> the, that that being like you the most overpowered NPC in the game is no joke. Like, he is stupid easy until he hits you once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Like it just he just happened to luck out, and usually it was the host was distracting me. Like mm-hmm. I would, you know, the host would either like present, and oftentimes not on purpose. Like he would present some weakness I wanted to exploit. Like oh, I'm trying to kill Tarkus, but like what happens if I can poison this guy a little bit? Mm-hmm. And then I would like just turn my back to the side a little bit, and then Tarkus would stunlock me until I was dead. And then, uh, you know, I'd get a bunch of, well, what is it's in a row in my, my camera. <laughs> like, well, all right. <laughs> the, uh, I used to do the same thing, like, like 
bait people up there. I'd drop a couple of humanity on the ground and like, like get them to follow me like I'm the friendly Dark Wraith. And then uh, get them to summon Tarkus. And then I'd like do the little cheer emoticon thing. And then you know I'd back <laughs> up and Tarkus would come out. And I would just immediately kick him off the ledge. Like not even try to fight him. Just kick him off the ledge. And then the host would be staring at me. And I'd be like, okay, later. Black Crystal out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did an awful lot of that. Or I would, I would, I would let them approach me to attack me, and then I would turn around and jump off the the ledge. Oh yeah, <laughs> drag them off with you. <laughs> no, no, I would just kill myself. Like I accomplished oh, what okay. I wanted. Like <laughs> Tarkus has done. I just it's it's more about spiting you than in helping me. <laughs> I got everything um, I need from you. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're dead to me now. Um, yeah, but like su- you know, super fun area. This is probably the most fun that I had was in yeah. Sens. Um, Super great. I still do it all the time. I've got a, I think she's a soul level 40 or something that's just parked here. <laughs> yeah. Which I also like, it's a nice balance. Like, you can make a reasonably versatile and powerful character here. Like, lower than this mm-hmm. when you have to kind of, you know, strap yourself. Because you can definitely play through the game and do a really low level character. And equipment is really, really important. But I find that, uh, you know, out of all the weird gimmick stuff I've done, I've said it before, but like, my soul level one guy was the least fun to play um, just because your options are so limited. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And this way, it's like you know, with with forty soul levels, like you're doing pretty good. Like you can you can do a lot with that. Yeah. And yeah, having start the, as a cleric, I mean, you can you can do some weird faith stuff in there if you really wanted to. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is the kind of the first area where you have the variety to kind of like a, a nice perfect storm of variety of builds you can bring here, and then also uh, you know really amazing geography for it. Yeah. Um, and Orlando would be next, um, which is also. You know, a pretty pretty fun area for this this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you can't invade the uh, the first bonfire there uh, oh. in that huge open area right by it. Would it be a perfect spot for like a fight club? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you can't do any invading or summoning right there. It's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to go down to the bridge to the uh, to to the bridge where the uh, gargoyles are. That's where I've gotten most of my action, uh, both in you know invading sinners and also doing the uh, uh, the dark moon seance ring or whatever it is, uh, where where you uh, invade dark and Orlando. Since yeah, we're finally nice. here, w- w- do you like Dark and Orlando at all? No, do- no, I don't. Yeah. It's really bland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. It's <laughs> kind of a leading question. I hate it. I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, conceptually, it's great. I don't think it's very fun to to invade. No, exactly. Like, uh, well, yeah. well, well, okay. So, so not the the, the terrain notwithstanding. Okay. Um, the, you just, you're going to find people who are expecting you, who know that you're there. So it becomes more of like a dueling kind of scenario, which is fine if you're looking for a fair fight. However, kind of a lot, you know, a lot of the texture of Dark Souls PvP comes from, you know, just kind of either catching people off their guard or people who are kind of like minding their own business, but are kind of like equipped, but not quite like mentally in the space to fight. Like you're finding people who are actively seeking you out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a different crop than you're going to find in Upper Blight Town, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, I don't think yeah. anybody hangs out in Blight Town looking for it to be invaded. Right. Um, yeah, <clears throat> it's a little bit unfortunate too because it's so cool. Like, diegetically, it's so neat. Mm-hmm. The idea of somebody like, oh, cool, I stumbled upon killing Gwendolyn, <laughs> and then just getting tons of other players punishing them for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that actually surprised anyone, it would be badass as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, I did that, and now I'm constantly being hounded by, you know, by other players. Like, but everyone's just expecting it, so it doesn't matter. But like the first time it happened, mm-hmm. it's really, you know, must have been really cool. Yeah, the thing about being surprised is it only happens that first time. Yeah, for, to anyone though, that's <laughs> exactly. one of the things about the internet. It's like yeah. 
any given experience can only surprise one human being. <laughs> right. You know, like we are no longer separate people. Like we just have this collective hive knowledge. Um, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, there's a, there, there's a lot of fun to be had like invading inside the Orlando Palace, like around the spiral staircase and stuff. That's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, we're at the point where people have a lot of sin, um, but uh, but yeah, if you're outside, it's uh, it's it's relatively bland. Talking about invasion spawn points, um, Solaire's Bonfire. Mm-hmm. If you invade from there, you spawn like kind of at the end of that hallway, which is a pretty decent spot to catch people. Mm-hmm. But if you walk onto the ledge on the outside, like where you drop down from the archers, you actually invade kind of at the top where the archers are. Oh. So if you really want to be a dick, you grab your great bow <laughs> and you hang up there with the archers and you can have a lot of fun. <clears throat> I've seen, I've definitely seen some, some videos of that, mm-hmm. which like that, I didn't quite get that. That dicky. Even if you're not with the the arrows, like just doing that thing where you stand at the top with the shield, that'd be bad <laughs> enough. Like you know, even if I just stood up there with my grass crest shield and just kind of blew toxic and you know just harried people, like any distractions <laughs> at that point, I don't I don't want. Um, I liked uh, this was one of the first areas where I was able to like do nice things because I figured like if I'm already killing somebody, like helping them through PVE is fine. So I like opened up shortcuts, you know, every time I found one on my way. Like, why not? You know, this person hasn't opened up the door. Let's go ahead and give them a little bit of a leg up and, uh, you know, would drop things for people. But I would always, I was always, you know, I didn't want them to challenge the boss before I can get to them. I didn't want them to backstab me while I was in my inventory because I'm not, I don't have those lightning quick inventory reflexes yet. <laughs> so I would try to drop things with for people after I killed them and would sometimes fuck up the amount. So I kept, I was dropping like insane rewards for people. Like I would, I would kill somebody in an honorable du- duel and be like, well, here's, you know, seven titanite chunks you know, you know for this and it was like just totally on accident like i just ended up giving them way more than uh well you got to feel real bad because when they spawn that those items aren't in their world anymore oh is that is that true yeah yeah oh shit i didn't know that well, <laughs> in fact you might have just put a vagrant in there but it's okay that's that's more than likely like if you accidentally dropped 99 or something you probably just made a vagrant in somebody's world oh hey yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's you know if you're if like once you go down the path to evil, even your attempts to get good are corrupted. Um, <laughs> no yeah, such yeah, thing I as a light that. touch. I, I didn't know about the the permanence of items. Like I thought that was uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, fuck. yeah, if you go through a loading screen, any loading screen, not a loading screen. Um, all, any item that's on the ground, like if you tried to pick something up and you already had too many of it in your inventory, like that'll disappear through a loading screen. So, well, I, I apologize to anyone, anyone listening. Yeah, you were right. out there promoting our fucking show and then doing this dick shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it worked. Everyone was really nice about it. <laughs> yeah, if anybody was, uh, if anyone's listening, uh, Bretzel Crumlo is is me on Games uh, Windows Live. Bretzel and, uh, Crumlo. Yeah, Bretzel Crumlo. <laughs> it's my it's my pseudonym name. Um, <laughs> Bretzel and I told you like, hey, I dropped you something cool. Uh, I wasn't lying. Oh, I just what a did... dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you dropped you something cool, but nice thing you that you can't have. You didn't find it. You, you would have got seven tight night chunks. You would have got every like really Man. good upgrade material. I think I dropped a slab for somebody when I got it. Like I didn't need it. Like, it would have made all the difference in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, after this podcast, I'm going to go shoot down relief helicopters over Africa. 
<laughs> there's nope, gets it. There, there's jerseys from the team that lost the Super Bowl in there, but you got to get there before they burn up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Jeez, <laughs> oh, here's, here's your water. <laughs> for you. here's, here's, your, here's your water, and there's one life straw for your entire village. <laughs> <laughs> there's one <laughs> life straw. <laughs> uh, oh. <clears throat> Anyway, I do like the uh, the invasion point uh, right in front of Ornstein and Smo, because you can catch a lot of people who have Solaire, which like I really like fighting people when they have an NPC with them, like a computer NPC mm-hmm. with them, because they're not too tough, but also <laughs> Other, it's more fun. Rather than a human NPC? You're a human uh, phantom. Okay, cool. You know, you know what I meant. I know what you meant, but I don't know. You've left yourself vulnerable. It's still fun to make fun of you when you say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's very rare that I'm not the one who's in that situation, Gary, so I have to relish it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but the uh, you can catch people there, and you're at the point, you're at like a choke point where they cannot pass, you know, which which I like a lot, too. Yeah. If you, if you weren't uh, searching for them. We don't have it in our notes here, but um, I ended up having a lot of fun doing Painted World stuff. Oh yeah, did I yeah. completely get painted world in here? I'm sorry. No, it's a, it's okay. Um, mm. But yeah, man, if you can catch, if you can invade someone down in that basement, like any time, I feel like anytime you can invade people when there are bone wheels, like <laughs> you're, pretty, you're doing pretty good. It's God's so, work. Yeah, like like you know, the, the Dark Souls gods are smiling on you. you <laughs> cool. If, if you're still doing PvP, um, a lot of my Dark Moon days was spent in the painted world. Oh yeah. It's, yeah, there's I, a lot of people out there. Huh. Yeah, I'm I'm roughly roughly the right level for it. I probably have to boost up, maybe about five to be competitive. But yeah, yeah. The, that's, uh, that's another fun, weird level that has lots of unique geometry, where the whole area is open for PvP. It's not enclosed in any way. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it has a it has the NPC, uh, you know, invader. Mm-hmm. So you can you can. Yeah. And as far as like invaders that have tool sets that are fun to invade along, like Xanthus King Jeremy is really cool because he just does area effect magic stuff. So you kind of have that. Um, in the uh, the last episode where we ended up talking about um, the Battle of Stoicism, how cool I thought the idea of like making a party is. You know, having two yeah, characters yeah. to up one another's weaknesses. And he's the only, like, the only NPC that, I guess that's not true because Chester is kind of like a, a thief character, like a dex range character. But, mm-hmm teaming up with somebody who like could shore up your weaknesses. So if you're a big strong knight and you team up with this mage, like that's pretty neat uh, thematically. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I also had uh, in this area had uh, people, this was the first time I had people requesting to do like wanted to do um, what is it? Like rematches. And we never got, were able to connect again. Yeah. As much as we tried, That's like the weird thing where like, just uh, like, how does that even work? It's just still random chance. Yeah. Well, it's a pool thing that Jeremy was talking about. So you have the pool yeah. of people you're connected to and then the pool of people who meet your PVP criteria, mm-hmm. you know, so it is limited, but, uh, with both of us being, you know, with him being invadable and me trying to invade, like he just got invaded by other people, you know, instead of me and it reset his invasion counter. I don't think he had the finger right. thing, but, uh, yeah. that finger thing's really important. For this whole subset, yeah, it's surprisingly difficult. Like if you just wanted to duel somebody, like if you don't have, and you get the dried finger and the red set stone in painted world, which is kind of weird thematically, but yeah. um, the uh, it's surprisingly difficult to set up. Like I just want to fight that dude um, until they introduce the arena in the in the DLC. So mm. it's kind of weird, <clears throat> which fits into Dark Souls like vague and 
asymmetrical multiplayer stuff anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. so I, I, I'm having this weird moment right now. So I'm replacing the, the hard drive in my laptop because it's about ready to crap out. It's giving me a lot of problems. It's real slow uh, with a bigger one. I'm going to be able to do... Uh, um, you know, a Windows partition on my actual thing. I might pick up Dark Souls on the Steam sale. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and play it on PC it. there. Yeah. Um, they're, go- they're just going to continue to mod cooler things into it. Yeah, that's, like, the, uh, that's my thinking. Hey, I don't, Cole, I don't know if you know this, but if you send a PvP story into my blog, I might read it, <laughs> yeah. and you might be eligible to win a copy. <laughs> no, nah, it's, I want, I want somebody who, like, isn't affiliated, like, we're, we're affiliated at this point, like, somebody else deserves that free copy. Yeah, we, we don't need to give, don't yeah, give we, us anything, no, Jeremy. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome, and I feel, like, the connectivity fix is pretty much worth it all alone, you yeah, know, because the, uh, mm-hmm. That uh, Double Dragon playthrough is really fun. Like, just mm-hmm. doing a co-op playthrough of the game is too easy, but giving yourself restrictions and trying to balance it by having two people is, like, really fun. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yeah so. I was, um, I had the chance to use the connectivity fix stuff the other day, and I was amazed compared to the 360, yeah. because I'm so many people all the time on the 360, like, people, you know, hey, can you help me with this, or hey, can you give me that, or can we trade for this? But, man, on the PC, it's instantaneous. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So that's late breaking news there. <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, and this I'm one is of those almost... weirdos that owns it for all three systems, so you <laughs> yeah. should not ask me my opinion about this at no, all. No, I'm not. I'm not asking for your opinion. I made up my mind. I just need to wait for it to go on sale for more than fifty percent off. Yeah. What's well, a seven fifty? It's seven fifty right now. Not yeah, right now. No, it's mm-hmm. it's it's fourteen ninety nine yeah. right now. Seven fifty mm-hmm. right now. No, it was no, it was, yeah. was seven fifty uh, two days ago. It's seven fifty again. I'm looking at it right the fuck now. <laughs> I get mad. But I just were both. I'm fairly. I'm pretty sure it's like I bought it yesterday for seven fifty. I bought those two copies yesterday. Yeah, I was pretty <clears> sure it still had the yesterday deals up though, and no. I thought it was seven. Oh no, he's he's totally right. It's fourteen ninety nine. But I, you oh. know, I am glad that we had that outside confirmation because we can't trust Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Well, the, the thing is, that my mistake was trusting Cole not to have Steam open while we're recording. <laughs> so the uh, now we just we can trust Cole. We just have to trust him for certain things. <laughs> um, the um, uh, but anyway, yeah, it'll go seven fifty again. Yeah. They'll do their like final run up money grab. Yeah. At the end, and they'll trot out all their greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Um, this is mostly where my PvP experience is going to drop off, yeah. not for lack of mm-hmm. trying. Um, I tried to do uh, most of these other areas after here, but uh, had limited luck. Uh, New Londo, can Cole and Jeremy, can you talk to that? Because I definitely tried to invade here and just couldn't get anybody. Yeah, I had I had difficulty here more than in the uh, other late game areas. Um, yeah, like I, I had one kind of abortive attempt, and that was about it. Yeah, most of my experience, um, I've done some invading here, but it's it's in one of those situations where I'm sitting there waiting to get summoned to fight the four kings uh, and to, you know, to be a sunbro, and I get kind of bored. So I'm like, well, I'm going to invade, and you come across somebody, and then you kill them, and they're like, can you please help me against the four kings? Yeah. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier. Um, there's not – like I've, I've really always wanted the opportunity to like, like – chase along chase a host alongside the dark raids and like get like five or ten of them chasing a host at one time (laughs) it's never it's never presented itself to me you always end up meeting them at the very beginning of the level or on Mm -hmm. that little bridge or in the pool right there drop down for the shortcut so yeah there's no real convenient place to like 
you know, summon in from or to invade from either. Like, you know, most of these places that we've talked about have had a bonfire where you could just kind of like, you know, camp around and, you know, whatnot. Whereas with this, all of the bonfires are external. So it's really hard to get a predictable place, right? Yeah. Ironically, the home of the Dark Wraiths is the riskiest place to be a Dark Wraith. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is a little bit of a walk to get your souls. Like, if you happen to lose as an invader, like, you have to go and get those souls from wherever you invaded mm-hmm. from. So. Yeah. 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 So that's where I most, come down on that. Most of my, like, quote unquote PvP experience here was just me uh, killing time, like, trying to do it in that first area with all the hollows where they're all just kind of, you know, the mm-hmm. hollow lounge. And uh, just trying to kill time, so I would, like, kick them and practice parrying them and one-handing. Like, I didn't have the strength to do it, so I would do the, like, one-handed parrying them. Nice. And, you yeah. know, which did with, uh, without the strength. So I just did, you know, I would, you know, parry and riposta ho- uh, hollow and do, like, 60 damage and uh, <laughs> and have to keep doing it <laughs> to kill them. Um, I mean, unless you're explicitly seeking help from somebody you know is going to be, uh, you know, going with you to the to the four kings, there's less than no reason to be human in this area. Yeah. Partly, probably be- also because the the uh, the NPC help you can get is such garbage too. Right. So, like, if everybody was getting Beatrice, like, you'd do a lot better. Yeah. But nobody's Dude. getting Beatrice. Yeah, she's useless about seventy five percent of the time. So. <laughs> yeah, the other twenty five percent of the time, she's fighting the moonlight butterfly. So, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the other 25, she's getting stuck with the ghost <laughs> up the top of the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Yeah. We're giving you her a cool trench coat. So. Oh, true. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I next, the next up on, section. Yeah, and I, I didn't do any of this. Like, I just didn't have time to go here, so I didn't yeah. try. Um, I had a lot of fun in the catacombs, uh, mostly because you're dealing with people who are likely already overwhelmed by the skeletons. Mm. Uh, as, well, yeah, as well you as well you do <laughs> yeah, as you do <laughs> yeah uh tomb of the giants not so much um just because of the visibility and movement kind of kind of, kind of standpoints like i would get in here and people would you know panic and then just get killed by the dog skeletons you know mm-hmm. yeah the interesting thing about invading the tomb of giants is that uh you can't see other phantoms light sources right so mm. oh that, that is interesting yeah, like, so if I'm, as an invader, because I did a, um, a weird Solaire gimmick, like an insane Solaire gimmick for a while, where he's he's got the sunlight maggot on, and he's just going crazy and just chasing after people. <laughs> um, and But uh, apparently they couldn't see the, my light source from that, so I, thought, I always thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. That is weird. The uh, uh, One of the things, the reason why, um, and this is only slightly, tan- I mean, I guess it's related because it's a PvP spell, essentially. Have you guys seen the chameleon form for the for Tomb of the Giants? No. It's rad. It's a it's a giant skull, <laughs> and you just become the entire skull and cruise around like a like <laughs> as as you do in Chameleon. And it looks I cannot really cool. believe I have hundreds of hours in this game. I cannot believe I didn't know that. Like I've never used that. Are you serious? You turn into a skull? Yeah, I had to, I looked it up. That is crazy. <laughs> I was I was curious about it, and I was thinking about Chameleon because I want to do that sorcerer build, mm-hmm. and I was like, I definitely want to do some PvP and fuck around with Chameleon, and I was like, you know, what have I not? And there's a guy on YouTube uh, called the Sunlight Blade, mm-hmm. um, who does mostly like top ten stuff, and like I like it. Okay, it's not my favorite, but he did early on in his uh, like you know YouTube career, he did a here's a here's what the Chameleon form is for every area in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a five-minute video. It's really cool. Um, in the uh, Great Hollow, even though there's no PvP, Great Hollow and Ash Lake, you turn into a mushroom. Huh. 
like not one of the I little, did... not an animate one, but the same textures and stuff. So you could look like mm-hmm. one of those little mushrooms. <laughs> uh, and here you're a skull. I cannot believe I didn't. I can't believe I've never tried that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how good it would be as far as blending in because the, you know there aren't that many giant skulls down there. There's like <laughs> six, you know. But the uh, it just looks like, it looks like it'd be really intimidating. Yeah, it's and it's really, it looks like it's like essentially like Pac Man coming after you. Like it's a a human sized skull just kind of with its mouth open, like rah, 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 you know, moving towards you. Like <laughs> gotta Spook- do it. Spooky skeletons, man. So we can to give credit where credit's fixed. due, that, that uh, weird skip I mentioned for the devs actually came from the Sunlight Blades YouTube channel. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I believe like, I don't mean to disparage that guy. Like, I top 10 entertainment kind of stuff, like, I get mm-hmm. a little wearied of, but the rest of that guy's stuff has been really good. Yeah. So. Um, do, man, that, do, do a gimmick build based on turning into a skeleton. Do some videos, Jeremy. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Like, the skull invading in uh, Tomb of the Giants. Dual bone shields. Yeah, yeah, dark set, dual bone shields, like just all bones all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like the super skinniest, palest, like body, completely naked, dual bone shields. We could do, we could do this. (laughs) (laughs) Bone bros. Yeah, bros. Yeah. Um, So, demon ruins. I, I, I never had a lot of success here. Yeah, um, I, I, I've invaded a few times, but because um, people, for whatever reason, are usually human, um, I guess they summon help for fire sage, but it's just nothing spectacular. Like the area is relatively small, and it's usually either people going to fight you or they're going to instantly die to right. the environment. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised how deep you have to get into the level before you're able to to invade. So like right? you can't in that area with the uh, the Taurus demons, uh, the field of Taurus demons, that you can't invade there. Um, you can't until you get to the stairs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the second bonfire. Yeah, like near there. So that was frustrating to me because I like the idea of fighting somebody on this lava field full of Taurus demons. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Another area of the game that would be an awesome fight club location. Where yeah. You have, you know, yep. Two or three and people. And especially, like, like, don't clear out the Taurus demons, but stay far enough away from them so it just looks like an audience. <laughs> 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 or make it like the governor's uh, the governor's <laughs> arena. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna like if you venture too far to one side, club to the face. Yeah, exactly. Like and, and just a, a, a chain pull of uh, tourist demons. The uh, I only got a couple of invasions here, but in the notes here you have Lost Isleth. It's just kind of ha ha ha. But I, yeah. I ended up having I had some good luck with uh, Lost Isleth. Um, Did you really? Like, I didn't think anybody would ever be human here. So I mean, I've I've, been, I've attempted to invade, but I don't think I've ever had. A, a successful invasion here. I have no idea why it worked, but but it definitely did. I don't know if they were people who because I've seen people online uh, summon help for a bed of chaos to just kind of do it in one try, which seems crazy to me. But I've seen seen people do it, and it makes sense. Like you can send a phantom to each side, um, you know, if you want to do that. But uh, I this was a real fun teaming up because I was dressed more or less like um, the sister of chaos and could team up with her and Kirk, which <laughs> nice. was really awesome. Like at the top yeah. of the stairs, and you can uh, you. If you invade from the um, right there in that, that first area, kind of near the bed of chaos bonfire, you end up with a good, really good position to hide um, at the top of those stairs. So I ended up having to be pretty patient to wait for it. And a couple times I got impatient, and they would usually be by the first bonfire. So this is another big open area, and it's kind of a pain in the ass because you have to re-equip the orange shard ring. But twice it worked where I could wait and ambush with all the big group of NPCs, and that was really. <laughs> He probably scared the hell out of some poor dude. Yeah, because you're already expecting like something, you know, there. And uh, yeah, that was that was really uh, a lot of fun. I also had a couple of good 
if you invade uh, uh, from the other side, like where Solaire goes insane, um, if you invade from there, that might actually be where I'm thinking of. That's where you end up in the really good hiding spot near the uh, the Sister of Chaos, is if you invade from where Solaire goes insane. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. I've never really, I've never spent much time invading over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Duke's archives, this was where I had probably my best luck um, of the different areas. A lot of fun in here. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this was the last area. I did a little bit of Dark Root, you know, Forest Chaos, but this was the last area of the endgame areas I ended up spending very much time on. I had a really great uh, defeat in this area where I uh, I died running up to um, this guy was at the, the area where the clams were on the ledge and I was running across the invisible bridge towards him <laughs> um, because he had like some, some real kind of newbie, you know, armor, like markings and everything like that. Like I kind of thought like he was a new player and uh, and I was trying to, to rush him, try to do this intimidating thing. And he forced me like right off the ledge, <laughs> you know, like without missing a beat. And then I sent him a thing. And I'm like, well played. And he's like, yeah, you know, this is my, like, I'm just I'm fighting Seath for the first time. Wish me luck. Like, he was just like this new player. I'm like, well, well done. Bravo, sir. Like, got me real good. I dropped you and, something back there. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I said that, too. And, uh, if go back to the bonfire. There might be something on the ground. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> might be a vagrant. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I also kept trying to clambush people um, here. But people mm-hmm. like people kept bringing help. Like I would try to clambush, and they, people keep. I put it on Facebook. Like who are bring two phantoms for Seath? Like I just kept getting three v one, and I'm not good enough to to beat you know to win in three v one. So and it's that's it's such a difficult situation. Like especially if you can't control the host healing ability, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible because he'll just every single time like you'll be you would do that one last backstab on a phantom to get him down to the last bit of health, and the host will back off and just estes 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 estes. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, like, as far as if you're going to have, like, the environmental hazards on your side, this, like, clutch of clams is, like, really powerful. Yeah. Because if you it's can kind of trick mm-hmm. trick them into, like, aggroing, you know, two or three of them at once, they kind of chain pull. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get, like, uh, during one of the fights, it was three, you know, uh, a human and two phantoms versus me and, like, six clams. <laughs> Um, which was awesome, like this kind of like you know, uh, uh, like clamomancer kind of thing. And, uh, clamomancer. <laughs> but he he still ended up winning uh, because or clambassador. That was the name of my old zine. Um, as this kind of uh, clambassador, and the uh, he still ended up winning though because of what you're talking about. He just backed up, let mm-hmm. his two great sword wielding cronies fight off the clams. And I could just kind of get in some pot shots and uh, toxic them, but he just kept healing them from safety. Yeah. So mm. I should have taken my Dex character down there and been the clam burglar. No coming back from that. So no coming back. I had a real hard time when I did it in the actual Duke's archives, finding where people were too. Yeah, that was kind of the fun for me. Um, was to was to look because people in, in in my experience, what I saw like like people struggle with the crystal hollows, um, and mm. the channelers and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a matter of like just kind of like looking for their uh their 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 health bar. I'm like, okay, we got to be up the, at the third level. Go 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 go. You know. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one of the areas. It's a lot of fun to chase people down, just yeah. because they're so they're, the verticality and it's just so bizarre and weird how you how you can move around. And yeah. if you're um 
if you start invading enough, you get to that point where you kind of know where they are on the bridge, so you can manipulate to be above them when they, you know, put the bridge mm-hmm. below, so you can do a drop attack. Like, you, yeah. you can do some really fun stuff. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if there are any, like, real serious ways to fuck people over with turning those bridges. Like, the kind of chronology of the ways you have to turn the bridges, if you can, like... I'm trying to think of the order you have to do in it. Whether they can go turn the first bridge, and then you, you know, turn the second one like, before they do so, or something like that, where you can trap them. It feels like there's got to be a way to do that. You can. The difficulty is just getting ahead of them in order to get to that second bridge, because mm-hmm. the way it's positioned at first, you have to turn the first one in order to get access to the second. Yeah. So it, it, it's easy if you kind of run ahead of them, or you, you know, you get them involved with some mobs or something, and then you can kind of screw with the bridges with them. That would actually be really funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> the way my mind works now. Um, uh, so next up, uh, we have the the forest. Yeah. Um, which I just, you know, invaded a couple times and got killed by multiple people every time who were expecting it. You know, and yeah, I, I definitely spent, did, did a lot, but... Yeah, I've spent many, many hours just recently with that quality build I, I mentioned at the beginning, um, invading in the forest, and it's... Man, it's rough out there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said with a thousand-yard stare. <laughs> But I mean, I, th- I think you guys have covered this before when you were talking about the just on the main podcast on the regular episodes. Like, it's it, if you invade here, it's two v one, three v one. It's yeah, yeah, it's mm. it's really difficult unless you happen to come in with a, another invader to you know kind of even the odds. And um, you know, I, I got hate mail for that the other day. Me and another invader killed a guy. And he was like, "What do you? What is that, man? Two v one?" And I'm like, "We're in the forest. What are yeah. you? You were trying to summon somebody. What is wrong with you?" There are no rules. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Um, the uh, uh, one of the things with the the forest that's fun though that I really like is the. Um, I feel like I kept having experiences where people would forget about those ledges, so I lost a lot in kind of chaos fights. But people mm-hmm. were not thinking about where they were in relation to ledges. Like they kind of—it's such a big open area that they weren't imagining it. So I definitely got a couple of people back off, you know, a ledge, um, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, they were doing that thing where they're trying to back off the heel, so you kind of angle yourself so that they're holding back. They're going straight towards the ledge. Yeah, yeah you kind of steer <laughs> them like that. Yeah. Re- reverse yeah. kiting them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Um. Yeah, I did. find it very weird that one of the, if, if you're a forest hunter, when you are successful, you get like a, you know, some upgrade material or whatever. But one of the things that you get is the pendant. So like right now in my inventory, I think I have like 50 something pendants that are just, <laughs> <laughs> well, and to be one of those weird, like lore items that people were so concerned about and to not, and just people to hand them off to weird forest hunters. Like I don't. That's a weird troll from the game designers. Yeah. I think if you get 99 of them, and or, or, okay, if you get nine stacks of 99, Eris um, eats out Shala. So I, I was going to okay. make the exact same joke. Okay, like almost to the same degree. I wasn't going to bring up Shala because that's your that's your bag. Not mine. That's my belly wick. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, yeah, I was just about to make the exact same joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and th- and this is uh, so this is also when I look at PvP videos online where I see all the hacking going on yeah. like a lot of hackers um i've been exceptional i have not run into what any hackers except for that one that i told the story where he cursed solaire um <laughs> i don't know what it is like i'm just like really lucky um i ran into a friend of the show bob Mackey, and he was talking about how this happened to him again and he got one of those like mega hacks like 
level drain teleport you to the abyss hacks. Oh. <laughs> and I guess there's a guy out there um, as a kind of oh, a he's public all, service he's, announcement. He's all over my blog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the it's a, the I can't remember what is his his name is like. Uh, his his tagline is back up your saves. <laughs> um, what's the guy's um, name, Jeremy? It's, it's something with an F, like fear me or um, yeah. God, yeah, I like, cannot remember the, this dude's name. Um, you know, it's it's um it's fun time is over. <laughs> is, the, is the guy's name? Fun time is over. Back up your saves, and then uh, he changed his name recently, right? I think I saw on the on the something awful boards that he changed his name, and I was I was trying to go through the thread real quick to find it, but um. I, if I come across it again, and I'll, I'll just send it to you guys, and you can put it in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't. It was some. It was a weird name that he changed it to, but all of his voicemails and stuff that he leaves are like this weird anime Metal Gear Solid. It's crazy. If you go on my blog and go to the tag post and go to Fun Time, it's over. I probably have like four posts from him, and then I just stopped posting stuff because it was ridiculous. He's like, is, is he like the uh, beer uh, malevolent AI? <laughs> like, he's, the, he's the beer bandit of Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it was worth interrupting you to say that, but I'll stand by it. <laughs> so. I, what, did, uh, what was I going to say? That, um, yeah, so he's a real dick, and I'll include a video from him in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. I was just like, when I was trying to figure out his name, I found a, a video, and it's incredible. Like, he hits you, steals all your humanity, paralyzes you, and then switches to a weapon that he one hit curse kills you and teleports you to the abyss while draining all your levels. <laughs> like it's incredible. It's like how Rasputin died. Like it's just, like shot, stabbed, drowned, choked, <laughs> poisoned. Um, Cole, uh, Cole, you're on the you're on the 360, right? Yeah. Have you encountered is your any any of this PvP stuff? Have you encountered any hackers or like infinite health, infinite I, stamina stuff, or anything like that? I have been blessed. Nothing like that at all. Wow. You guys are lucky. I, I had two infinite health guys today. It just would not take any damage from me at all. <laughs> do you? What, how do you deal with that? I mean, do you try to ledge them or do you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and kill, kill yourself? Um, the first thing you do is switch to a bleed weapon um, mm. and, and hope that they haven't figured out how to, because some people have, some people haven't, how to prevent bleed buildup. Um, yeah. And if you get enough bleed hits, sometimes you'll see the crit finally, and they'll come up with like you know sixty five thousand whatever HP damage on the top of their stuff. But yeah, you, you just have to take them to the ledge and hope that you can get lucky. Um, me and another guy spent god like eight or nine minutes in an invasion just trying to like kick this dude towards a ledge, <clears throat> and it you know eventually he was just able to kill us because you know we yeah, yeah attrition limited spots to heal and he has infinite health. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I haven't gotten that. See, I'm, that, there's a very distinct level of evil that I'm at with this. Like, I would never hack. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I will do jerky things that are in the game. You're, li- you're Liquid Stink, not Ocelot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lawful evil. Yeah. Um, so and then uh, next are the, the DLC areas, which I also didn't spend any time in. Yeah, no, I I didn't, strangely enough, even though I know that they're PvP hotspots. I've had enough indirect PvP down here. Um, but uh, <laughs> I got killed enough by invaders. I don't want to ever go back in there again. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's thank you for translating, Jeremy. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. I think you guys uh, talked a bunch about this on the most recent podcast. Um, I, I don't really think there's a whole lot to cover here besides you know the the township being just <clears throat> basically like the burg nowadays. If you want to, you know, if you're a PvP level. 
punch one here on the consoles, 100 on the PC. Um, and you want to fight the dude that is ready to fight you, like go to the township and invade or hang out and you will get invaded. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. yep. That makes sense for it. Like, I think this would be a fun if you weren't doing those kind of duels. Like, if you could actually just kind of uh, naturally invade here, it'd be mm-hmm. a real fun area to stalk somebody through because the geometry after that first dueling area and the township is really interesting mm-hmm. and has kind of those different branching paths. And there's a lot of hazards with that dark, you know, the dark sorceresses. Um, it is um, a lot of fun to when you find someone that's um, you know going to get the pendant or that all that dark magic in that little side area. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> it's the way the levels are done, you can you can kind of get above them real easily and do a dropping attack or knock them off of a ledge or you know all the corners that there are on narrow walkways. It's it's a lot of fun when you actually find somebody to chase down or you know it's not there for PvP. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess fortunately, unfortunately, depending on what you're looking for, 85, 90 percent of the time, it's going to be people kind of hanging out and waiting for you. Yeah. So so this is the this is the thing. Like when I when I when I invade people, I want to be like an element that was put there in the design, right? I want to be like Leroy. I want to be like Chester. I want to be, you know, just somebody, I, I, I don't know. It, it just like, this is something that is like thoughtful right there. Where as opposed to being kind of this force of nature, like, Oh, we're here because everybody's here kind of yeah. thing, you know, just mm-hmm. because right. that, like that, that seems more textured. Mm-hmm. It seems a little bit more uh, uh, interesting to me. Yeah. That's the, crazy cool thing about dark souls and the way the multiplayer works is there is that division like you can you can spend time tweaking your build and getting it just right and practicing it and figuring out all the weird dead angles and reverse back roll steps or excuse me reverse roll back stabs and all of that weird technical stuff or you can just invade someone and like terrorize them and chase <laughs> them down and maybe not terrorize them but you know chase them down and you know have a, a real weird fight where nobody knows exactly what to do and it's just desperate yeah. um, i think that's what adds that's what attracted me to the game. Like they're, they, they both got their merits and yeah. <clears throat> I can yeah. totally see preferring the more natural PVP. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say so far, that's probably where I'm at as well. Um, I might get into it enough to where I, I start getting serious about it and treating it technically, but it'd be weird if I did, because I've never done that with, with fighting games either. You know, I've never gotten into frame counting and stuff in, in street fighter and gotten really serious about that stuff. So I like the way that this game allows for both. Which I think mm-hmm. is fairly unique. I mean, it was essentially your point, but I can't think of another game that does that. Yeah, me either. I, for both yeah. experiences. I don't even think Demon Souls really does it because the the way the restrictions were on the invasions, the way I understand it, they were it was kind of hard to invade people. So I don't know. And yeah, I've I've never done any PvP stuff. I've like I've only interacted with another human player once in in Demon Souls or twice rather. Once for you know the a really awesome boss fight, and then once uh, to get help in one four, uh, yeah. briefly. But the um, yeah, you yeah. couldn't kill that dragon either. <laughs> uh, it wasn't too. Uh, I got frustrated with the uh, the three phantoms in the beginning, and it was like oh, at the end yeah, of like a yeah. long play session, and I was trying to, you know, make some. And I, you know, that's never a good way to play any Souls game where you're just like, I just need to get through this, and that's that means <laughs> uh, so that's why I did. And you know, we got through those three phantoms. Which don't respawn, or they don't, don't think they're, they, they yeah don't. they don't respawn. So yeah, I like, managed to get through them and then died a little bit later in that tower right after that. Yeah, and then and then saved and I was like, that, you know, this achieved its purpose. But yeah, I'm sim- similar. My experience is similar, except I summon for penetrator. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I yeah I guess I, I summon the NPC for penetrator, but not the uh, yeah. That, that, that's what I meant. Yeah. So yeah. 
Who no. can you summon for Penetrator? I, I don't even. Uh, what's his name? Like Blade um, Searin or something like that? Not Blade uh, Searin. Uh, uh, or Bjorn. Blade. Um, yeah, Bjorn. Yeah, yeah, Bjorn. Yeah, yeah. Who's great? Um, that guy's hilarious. Yeah, totally like he, he goes back to sleep like when you when you find him yeah. it's like he's just been he's been in prison like you've just there's nothing you've been doing but sleeping oh, i believe i'll sleep here for a while lazy <laughs> second wait to get back to demon souls again i'm uh i'm kind of already planning out the build i'm going to go through i've only played through it once so i'm, I'm really excited to go through it again yeah i've got to decide how i'm going to play through with my next guy <laughs> yeah it's it's great like i i really like that game and hearing cole talk about playing through it for the first time has made me tempted to you know go through again even though, like, I, I mean, and we'll talk about this at length for, you know, probably about all fall. Um, the, the, you're way more, like, I feel like because of their upgrade system, you're way more limited in what kind of builds you can do mm-hmm. in that. So, like, there's just a couple builds that are not huge pains in the ass to create. And uh, that's really limiting the replayability. So, like, as I've gone through Demon Souls twice, uh, three times now, I think. And uh, as opposed to Dark Souls, which I've done, you know, six times all the way through, probably six or seven. Um, just because there's so much variety to Dark Souls and Demon Souls, it's much harder. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 like, like, kind of like as a as a miniature appendix to this appendix. You know, you in the notes here, Jeremy, you have Ash Lake. Why can't I invade here? Sad face. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the perfect spot for like a Fight Club yeah. or just like a really epic duel with like two people and the chanty music and mm-hmm. just and they just totally walled it off. It's really, really sad. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that's one of like four <clears throat> areas that you can't invade in Ashley, Great Hollow, Drake's, um, and Firelink, right? Yes. Uh, okay. The, uh, the Asylum. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess the Asylum, too. Yeah. So yeah. five. Because when you go back for the Stray Demon, they don't want you to summon or invade there. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, yeah. When I say Drake's, I mean Valley of the Drake's. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It is weird, too. And I could see invading there being super fun, mostly because the footing is so. Yeah. tricky like those those ledgers are really steep and knowing where the block it would look really cool um do mm-hmm. people do anything similar down by like the hydra like at least having kind of like a waterfront um i have never seen that i've never seen any pvp know... in the basin either that might be another get down there because you can do the skip but i don't know that if, if you can actually summon if you can't use those multiplayer items down there if you'd have to like go down there and take the ladder down and all that well you can't take the ladder you'd have to jump off and take the ledge down i, hmm. I don't know i don't know gary i don't that'd be an interesting yeah. th- thing to find out i've never yeah. seen any pvp stuff down there like if you if you yeah. invaded at the basin bonfire yeah yeah that's a, like that's an interesting idea to me like i wonder if that would be a because i can see down there by the waterfall and stuff that being a cool pvp arena like where you find dusk and where you find manis mm-hmm. everybody has interesting just to see like who would come in with the rusted iron ring to try to get ahead and try to you know, trap people in like it, it would make it kind of an interesting environment to see. You know, mm-hmm. it could affect people's builds, which is something that doesn't happen in Dark Souls PvP a lot, where you have to plan ahead. Mm. Yeah, which makes me think they probably didn't. Which means you probably can't do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy, talk to us a little bit about the little contest you had. Go on. Because we've got yeah, some, it's, some um, nothing big um, with the Steam sale. I picked up a couple of copies of. Uh, Dark Souls for the PC, and um, I put it on the blog, and I think you guys put it on the Facebook page, that um, if you submitted a question or any kind of PvP story, um, we'll you know pick two random people that submitted stuff um, and you know read the stuff on the air if you guys have time and allow it and all that stuff. And then uh, whoever wins, quote-unquote, whoever two people we pick will uh, get a copy of Dark Souls PC, or if they already have one, I told them I would try to figure something out for them. <laughs> um, 
points on Xbox or whatever. We can figure that out. And I, I got a few responses that I think are worth reading. Um, cool. Um, yeah, so we'll just read these how we as we usually do Okay. for, uh, for PvP stories. Um, I'll go ahead and start the first one here. Um, Urban Meadows asks, <laughs> or says, um, I was invaded underneath the bridge where the drake sits. Uh, he used chameleon to turn into a barrel, so I kicked him off the ledge. I don't know. It was pretty funny at the time. <laughs> so. <laughs> so just kicking the barrel off like you're fucking Elliot Ness. Get out of here, see? Nah. <laughs> um, the barrel is the most common uh, chameleon object. Yeah. yeah. Like you turn into that. And, and then there's like 10 different kinds of vases. But uh, you, you end up doing a, a barrel like really frequently. Yeah. So, <laughs> who's next? Jeremy, do you want to go with Edward? Sure. Um, Edward submitted. Uh, Once I went forest hunting, and then three gankers fired dark bead pursuers and dark orb at me. Which <laughs> I have to say, Edward is a very familiar experience, and I can sympathize. <laughs> um, Dark magic on its own isn't necessarily very difficult to avoid. Um, once you get the timing for the rolls down, dark beat is kind of easy, and it really opens them up for backstabs. Pursuers, you can basically just roll through pursuers, and it'll hit the ground, and you won't have to worry about anything. But uh, if you have several people firing that stuff at the same time, it becomes impossible to navigate. Yeah, and they're yeah. all uh, they all kind of have different uh, firing speed suits. So you're paying attention to a lot of different things. Um, with the uh, with dark bead, and that's the one that fans out, right? The spread shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One. Um, the thing that took me a while to get used to with that, I didn't really run into it until I got to the forest, but is it has a really low wind-up time. It's so it has like the kind of wind-up time that like combustion has, um, but it has like a lot more range mm-hmm. than that. It's like super quick. So it definitely took me a little while to denote you know side roll, but it's kind of cool because it's the exact same thing you do when Manus does it. You know, mm. uh, it's like you know the same. Uh, it's just that Manus has a way long, longer wind-up. Like his version is is slower. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So here, Scotsman95 says, uh, This is before I'd ever heard of Honor Duels, and in fact, it was my first PvP fight. I was approaching the gate in Dark Root Garden, uh, the one that you used the crest on, when I was invaded. The guy just waited patiently at the end of the area. When he saw me approach, he bowed, and I followed suit. If you've ever seen one of those old samurai fights in a film, it played out something like that. So he won fair and square, since I had an impossibly shitty build. But what happened right after? <laughs> but what happened right after he pulled my innards off of his sword really sticks in my head. The guy rolled off of a ledge right after I died, and when I spawned, I had a fuck ton of souls. Like, enough to go up seven levels or something. Dude basically came in, kicked my ass, and gave me a bunch of souls for free. I have been infatuated with the Dark Souls community ever since. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. Like, the way if, like, the, the invader kills themselves, like, it counts as a victory for the, uh, for the, the host? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's just like when um, you're phantoming, or if you're doing a sun, if you're a sunbrowing for a, a host and you die, but then the host kills them right after, you still get the credit. Um, oh. it's, it's almost that same kind of timing. Like if they they kill themselves pretty quickly, you'll get. And I think they'll even leave a bloodstain, so I think you can collect that humanity that they leave as well. Oh wow! After you oh, spawn back awesome. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, dejected Yolo. Uh, <laughs> Yolo. I, I included this one in it, even though it was Demon Souls, but if y'all, I mean, it's up to you guys. No, no, that's, that's, cool. <clears throat> that's fine. Um, he or she says, uh, this actually happened in Demon Souls, and I'm not sure if that disqualifies me, but uh, I don't know what that internet acronym 
LDRC. LDRC? Um, uh, I don't really care. I believe that. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't really care. I think it's funny and I want to share. I invaded someone to one Stonefang Tunnel, and I'm certain I was their first invasion ever. Their first response to being invaded was to run back towards the Archstone. This person barely put up a fight, and I felt bad because he was essentially trapped, regardless whether he brought it upon himself or not. Anyways, I died, and as luck would have it, invaded his world again. I start running around Stonefang Tunnel, tunnel trying to find this guy. I get to the fat official in the same, uh, approximately same room as the dogs. On a whim, I decide to turn around and check the elevator. Sure enough, he decided to run down the elevator towards where the primeval demon would spawn. So... <laughs> I'm not sure if he did not see me at the top of the elevator or realized he could not proceed, backed into a corner, but regardless, he rides the elevator up, I push him off, killing him. That time, I apologized. <laughs> so... <laughs> this guy's just trying to live his life. <laughs> I, I only got invaded I... once in all of Demon Souls, and I, I tried to play in human form as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one time I did, the guy was using a spear, and I was like, I'm just going to, I think I know how to fight you. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just block for a little while and then give you, put, do it a backstab. Like, that's pretty easy. <laughs> that, that's what I'm going to do for my demon, next Demon Souls thing is be human, because I've never spent any amount of time in Demon Souls human, really. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I'm going to have to do. You, like, yeah. you get stocked up with ephemeral eyes pretty quick, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually kind of like once I learned how to kind of game world tendency, I end up not being human because I always want to die in the uh, the nexus, mm-hmm. so I can get up to white and get those events. But uh, maybe this time I'll try to do all the black world tendency events. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a um, <clears throat> another something awful member that did, um, I guess, a let's play of Demon Souls, and he as appendix episodes, I guess you would call them. He yeah. like all of the special pure black pure black world tendency and pure white world tendency events that happened throughout the levels. And I'll, I'll watch through some of those and it's just, and what a weird system and yeah. <laughs> to, to yeah. into that game. It's fascinating. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It is inscrutable. I don't have and, uh, any hope of ever seeing all those events. It's actually like, you can easily do it because you have, if you kill yourself in the nexus, every time you become human, mm-hmm. um, then you, and you don't turn human other than that, you'll end up with enough ephemeral eyes to, uh, you know, to do the opposite at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, it's pretty easy to do. Like okay. if you're interested, but I've watched them all on YouTube and there's only a couple of them that are that interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a, a, you know, in kind of diligence, uh, to do some of them before we talk about the areas, because some of them do have kind of lore, uh, things. There's a couple of NPCs that are interesting that only appear right. in, uh, in black world tendency, but it's not that hard. It's just kind of tedious. Right. Like, uh, you know, killing yourself repeatedly in a world to bring it all the way from pure white down to pure black uh, is just, yeah, it's just kind of tedious. Yeah. Yeah. It's a clumsy system. Mm-hmm. A again, we'll talk about it. Tedium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's more tedious though. They're on, they're on a, you know, they're on a, a trajectory. Some so hopefully Dark Souls 2 will be less so. Um, this final, uh, final comment is actually a question. Um, Mike says, what is the worst PvP build you've ever seen or can think of? Man, I have been... Mike sent this to me earlier this week, and um, I have thought about this question more than I've thought about my job this week. <laughs> I really, I do not have a good answer for this. Like, um, as has been shown on YouTube, um, you know, several times over, you can pick the worst stuff that you would think are the worst weapons in the game, and you can be successful with it. That's kind of what makes Dark Souls Dark Souls. And I, you know, even if you did a gimmick run, like I'm going to do 99 resistance, like, well, that's still a soul level one run and you can win at soul level one. Like you just <laughs> soul level 100 instead of one. 
Right, right. So I, I, I really I have no idea. Like I guess if you just did a small upgrade in everything and you didn't kind of, I don't, I can't come up with the answer to this question, guys. I just can't do it. Yeah. Well, worst is hard to define, right? Yeah. So like mm-hmm. to me, like a lot of these things that are that are would be called worst are actually awesome because it's somebody intentionally giving themselves challenge or doing something fun as opposed to something that's more guaranteed to win. Mm-hmm. And since, you know, I come at it more from that angle, like the, the PVP is for fun or it's part of that, you know, kind of environmental part of the game thing that Cole was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to like those more. So like maybe they're objectively kind of shitty, you know, from a success standpoint, but they're way more fun to watch and, and interesting even to fight against. Um, because yeah, both like, sides are kind of have something to win or something to lose. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's just, you know, non-optimized, uh, like I ended up, uh, not for, for this invasion build, but I was human in Orlando and I got invaded by a dude with a whip in each hand. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. and he was just like a regular, you know, regular armor, but yeah, he was whip fest, whip fest. <laughs> and, uh, uh, that was awesome. Like it was just like, you know, it, it, he was not doing that great. He was not doing very much damage to me. But he was hitting me with a big tail. It was really fun. Um, so like he had I really, guardian whip. Yeah, he had the guardian whip and the uh, and nice. the notch whip in the in the left hand. Um, super great. Like it was just like really fun. So the you know the worst PvP build I guess in my mind would just be like an attempt at uh, a serious competitive one that was yeah. just suboptimal in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're not winning. You're playing shittily. Your, your lack of imagination and lack of success is like yeah. the worst combination you can have. Fall, fall. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call out the dude's name because I don't I don't want to be mean. But there was a guy that started streaming. This was months and months ago, and um, he he wasn't very good at the game. It's part of the charms of streaming, right? Um, and <clears throat> after his first session, he said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go get a save editor, and I'm gonna make a slow level 120 PVP build, and I'm gonna go through the game, and you know, I'm gonna open myself up to invasions, and it's just gonna be fun, stupid, goofy times." And um. The thing is, you know, even with the save editor, if you give yourself nine million souls or whatever, like that doesn't make you good at the game, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even mean that you have knowledge of the game. It just means that you have power over the game. So he would do stuff like, I kind of came in the middle of a stream afterwards, and he had a, um, I think it was like a forty decks, thirty faith build, but he was using a divine Yuki <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of a plus fifteen, and then for some reason he made the Avalon divine too. Oh. Even though that doesn't do anything. So I guess that would be the worst. <laughs> like if you are utilizing weapons that don't even go with your stats, like maybe that's the worst thing ever, but I don't, yeah. even then you have to go so far out of your way or just be so unknowledgeable about the game. I'm, you almost wind up there by accident. <laughs> and, and you're not doing it to be fun. Like I can imagine a character <clears throat> doing that dressed up as Leroy and kind of role playing as, you know, like a misguided holy warrior and it being kind of fun, you know, like mm-hmm. if you're just doing it to self-impose a challenge, but just doing something incorrectly, like dark souls has so much possibility space for intention. It's when you are, when you do not meet your intentions is kind of when I think it fails. That's, a, that that's an excellent. Yeah. So Mike, I hope that answered your question because otherwise I have no <laughs> Cool. I'm sorry, Cole. I feel like me, me and Jeremy talked over. Do you have an answer for that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's kind of pursuant to what you said, Gary. Um, you know, I value novelty, um, something that is impressive and goofy and, you know, weird and off the wall. I like that, not just for its own sake, but if it's effective and you're, you, know, you, you can pull it off or give somebody a good show, that's really cool. I think that, like, the worst build is one that everybody knows how to counter. So mm-hmm. like giant dad or, you know, just somebody like, I've got a chaos Uchi, you know, you know something like that. Um, 
just where just where it's kind of like a dime a dozen um you know and, and yeah and, yeah. and it just kind of like it's a crowded, polluted field with that exact same build, you know. Yeah, that's probably a good a good point as well too. Just like the more somebody does something, like just to, to flip that question too, um, like what is the what is the best? Like what is the the most fun or goofiest PvP build you've seen, or you know, kind of thing that you you've encountered in the game? Like um, I already said, my my whip fest. Which... Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the the fight clubs we've been running in the arena are. Um... You get a lot of exposure to some really random builds because people just bring their weird gimmicks out or whatever. And um, this one guy had a um, build that utilized the Moonlight Greatsword, hmm. um, but no sorcery, and then also had enough faith to do uh, Wrath of God. <laughs> so it was a it was an MLGS Wogs build. That's what he called it. Uh, it was it's super effective. <laughs> like it's really really effective and. You know, low poise and all that. that. That's been one of the goofiest, fun things. Um, probably the most effective one uh, nowadays to me is that quality build that I mentioned earlier. Just because you can have, you have, you can take advantage of so much scaling. You know, you can, if your endurance is high enough, you can stack your poise or you can strip all that down. And you know, you have lots of stamina and, and you, the weapons. Like if you have forty decks, that right there puts you in all of the decks weapons. But you also have twenty-seven strength, which puts you into two-handing most of the strength weapons so mm-hmm. you have a lot of flexibility in the build you can use it you can use almost anything in the game um <clears throat> yeah you know the most fun i've probably had is one of my gimmick builds like the fat tarkas where i you know pin people up in sins or <laughs> the Mildred invasion i mean <clears throat> i mentioned earlier so. what about y'all as far i know gary you're all over youtube what have, when you're watching these videos what has been the most interesting thing that you've seen um it's, 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 it's kind of a, a hard thing to search for. Like, I, I, I look for this fairly frequently, um, just kind of like fun, you know, gimmick invasions, mm-hmm. theme invasions. Um, I appreciate anyone dressing up as an NPC. I really like, there was one that went around, um, with a guy who was doing patches stuff, um, which I've seen before, but I like, you know, you would end up in an area, he would send an Xbox message to you that asked if you're a cleric. Like, you know, and then the dialogue was all the same and then put treasure on ledges and would just kill people by kicking them off and then and then send them the dialogue from patches afterwards. It's really dedicated. Um, That kind of stuff really tickles me. Um, Yeah. I mean, the the, the highest effectiveness to boringness quotient, I guess it wouldn't be a high quotient because it's very effective and very boring. Just any kind of like great shield and spear build. Just like, yep, I'm going to stand here and hit you until you die because you can't do anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like like that 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 is at the opposite end of Patch's role play. But uh, I, I've always had a very difficult time countering those. Yeah, we, we talked about Giant role. Dad being being shitty. I have a hard time with my no poise, like this PvP character. Like <clears> when <throat> I ran into characters that are similar to that, I'm just not good enough at the game, and one hit would stunlock me. So yeah, you know, I, I'm not good enough to have one error and you're out. Usually with giant dads, you can uh, block the first hit, and uh, you just gotta—it's not an instant parry. You gotta wait a little bit until he starts to swing, and then you parry, and mm. that sh- you should—that should be the timing to get the repose. Because um, most of those giant dad builds are just you know RB spam, R one spammers. So. Yeah, I've never successfully parried in P- PvP, so <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple in, and that is enough for me. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's you have to be psychic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
All right. Well, let's um, let's wrap it up here. Um, okay. Just a quick, you know, admin stuff. Um, Jeremy, where uh, where can people find you online? Again? Um, my YouTube page is probably the best place to start. It's not ECEC. Um, you can subscribe there if you want to or not, or just come watch the videos and leave horrible comments. Um, <laughs> I also run the blog darksoulshaters.tumblr.com. Uh, <laughs> if you can call posting a couple of images a day running a blog, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where we collect hate mail from the world of Dark Souls. PC version, 360, PS3, we don't care. Um, you can submit it directly to the Tumblr site. You can email it to darksoulshaters at yahoo.com, whatever you want to do. Include whatever credit, and I'll post it on the blog. It usually takes me a couple of days to get it up there. Um, read through the blog. We've got voicemails that people have sent. We've got videos <laughs> that people have sent. Uh, lots and lots of images, and just the worst language and horrible things you could say to a person. Um, if you're if you're uncomfortable reading the word faggot over and over and over, the way that say I am, <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> It, you know, it's it's not my favorite word, and it's there all the time. Yeah, uh, as, but it's it, a it, guy it, that really strives to be like a PC dude in the deep south. Like it's a rough, <laughs> it's a rough time. <laughs> yeah, just running my own bug. <laughs> yeah, but an- anthropologically, it's fascinating. Yeah. So it is. It, uh, it is that. It is that. No. <clears throat> so. And that's it. That's uh, the two places to find me. Yeah. Yeah. Recommended. Uh, Cole and I. Um, obviously, we do this podcast. Um, you can check us out on other shows. Uh, watch out for Fireballs, um, The Level, Those Damn Ross Kids, The Pitch, The Ab- Idea of Ahala. Abject Suffering. Abject Suffering, yep. Uh, check that out. That's a bad game show that we really like. Mm-hmm. Um, next episode of this, we are looking at the end game. We're wrapping up season one. Yeah. So uh, be sure to, if you have any final thoughts on the uh, last areas of Dark Souls, either Ash Lake, Great Hollow, or the Kiln, and uh, the final boss fight, Gwyn, um, send those to uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact, and we will include those in the appendix. Mm-hmm. And I want to make a, just a plea real quick. as like we're not, I don't really want to use this as a, a way to do wrap-up thoughts on the, the game, because a lot of people I feel like who have submitted have kind of said their generalities about the game. Mm-hmm. So maybe limit uh, your feedback kind of to the ending. Yeah, true. Like that, like that last little bit. Um, and a lot of people have a lot of theories about those endings. So like, there'll be plenty, mm-hmm. plenty there. But, uh, um, and that I'm partially saying that to myself is that I'm not going to just say the same <laughs> things I've said about Dark Souls over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I probably end up will. Um, if you like, uh, I do uh, a Let's Play channel where I do a lot of Dark Souls stuff. Um, you know, YouTube.com uh, forward slash watch out for fireballs. And uh, I'm also the CEO of SpookySkeletonPicks.tumblr.com, <laughs> um, which can, as a trigger warning, uh, does contain scary skeletons. Yeah. yeah, the scariest. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes they're just having fun. Sometimes yeah. they are a bit scary, but they're always spooky. So I recommend that website. Oh, these are some spooky skeletons. I know. It's. it's <laughs> I warned you. It was. <laughs> it was literally. I, that's, I'm not joking. It was me being dissatisfied with the skeleton aggregators online, <laughs> and deciding that I had a responsibility to do better. <laughs> like I just like these are these are not very good. Um, so yeah, the, uh, definitely uh, check that out. Yeah. And uh, if you have those stories, it's duckfeed.tv contact. If you have those uh, end of Dark Souls. Yeah. Things. Cool. So um, yeah, I think that's about it. Cool. Um, well, yeah. Until uh, until next week. Uh, thank you again, Jeremy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys, so much for having me. It's a blast. Yeah, always, always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and praise the sun. Praise the sun. 
The guilty pay the price. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Returning to your world with stolen humanity. (laughs) (laughs) Just a quick reminder that this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. And to get your free audiobook trial, download, trial of their service, everything's free, Uh, go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat, audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat for your free audiobook download. Hey, I think I heard you clearing your throat. You did. How is it going, gentlemen? It is going just fine. How are you? I'm doing very well. Am I too loud, too low? What you're, do I need to do? You're just fine. Perfect. Loud and low. <laughs> Coming at you. <ya. laughs> loud and low. That's my DJ name. <laughs> DJ Loud and low. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 it's, but it's loud and like loud and Wainwright. Loud and low. <laughs> yeah, loud, loud and low. <laughs> Uh, so how are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> doing just fine. Yeah, okay. Just got off work. Have all my uh, fans off, so I'm sweaty. Um, that's all I'm doing, sweaty. <laughs> doing doing, doing sweaty. sweaty. Yeah, <laughs> doing the sweaty. Uh. <laughs> Maybe next time you could just say fine and just not get into the sweat. <laughs> so. <Yeah>, just... <laughs> I try not to lie uh, with that, that question. If you asked, you're getting the you're getting the honest answer. <laughs> yeah. The the counterpoint to that that I haven't started doing is to stop asking it. So like that's the because I'll ask a, a clerk and stuff, and it's like if they're either going to lie to me or they're going to tell me the truth, and then I get depressed. And, you know, either way, yeah. There's no uh, no one. None of those people are legitimately doing well. So I think you could try to cut down on social situations in which you're expected to lie and uh, perpetrating them. Seems like or, it'd be a pretty good policy. Yeah, it's yeah. funny you ask. I am doing so great. I just got approved for a boat loan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> a boat loan? Yeah. Is that, did you, you get is like a boat loan a user, unit of measurement or is it like a loan <laughs> yeah. for a boat? No, it's yes. A boatload of a boatload of boat loans. I am <laughs> recreating the Spanish Armada, but with but with uh, pontoon boats. Yeah, the, the My name boat- is DJ Loud and Low, and I'm bringing you boatloads of boat loans. <laughs> K91.1. You're approved today. <laughs> you're approved. Yeah, have you Loud and Low, you're approved. Have you been turned down for a boat loan? Of course you have. <laughs> of course you have. It's obvious. We all have at least once in our lives. I'm American, aren't I? <laughs> when I turned 17, my dad took me down to the bank. Yeah, like, yeah. This child has no previous credit. Also, he knows nothing of maritime law. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But that's you why to go out like a boss. But that but that's why I've never beaten Dark Souls to begin with. Is because I, I I waited like I I got to that I was like ah I'd better on my main on my main guy like ah, I'd better you know just go and you know live life to the hilt right and uh, started <laughs> wow. started taking everything that I could um 
Yeah. You guys have never watched Groundhog's Day. <laughs> like, you're just going to have to keep playing Dark Souls until you realize that that's not the way. Right? <laughs> Dark Souls yeah. 2, Ice Sculpture is coming soon. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what? Like, there, there are very few things that you could ever, like, accuse me of that I would get upset about. But and never having, having watched, watched Groundhog's well, what, Day. What, what's worse? Like, never having watched it or not understanding the, the deep soul resonance well i live i live i live every okay so i live every day like it's groundhog day i live every week like it's shark week but Mm -hmm. you know in terms of you know dark souls that's my fantasy escapist life gotcha yeah so yeah you have to eschew all the lessons you've learned from bill murray (laughs) (laughs) such a such a deeply affecting movie but i that that is for another time and place yeah (laughs) for the record i don't kill everybody okay at the end of dark souls Unless my guy would do that. My Dark Wraith character did, because he's an ass. <laughs> I mean, my like, super nice dude who is helping everybody out. He's, mm. you know what? You, you get to have all my spare humanity, uh, fair lady. <laughs> just, just leaving it? Oh, okay. No, it's oh, yeah, like just dropping like, it. Yeah, just dropping it in front of her. Pick it up, NPC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. can't. That's probably way quicker than donating it to her. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's really high on my list of wanted improvements for dark souls too yeah yeah any any submission of covenant items it just takes forever well we'll talk about it in the episode but my pvp character uh i wanted the the skull mask like the dark dark set mm-hmm. and uh i just got so pissed and frustrated donating humanity for it like it takes so long <laughs> it's why people don't it's amazing that there's a shortcut in that game that skips all of the demon ruins uh, or almost all of the demon ruins in Lost Isolith, and no speedrunners do it because it takes too takes long just too to long like to do, to do the administrative <laughs> task part of it. Like <laughs> it would so clearly be the fastest way, and no speedrunners do it. So it's it's faster to do it the other way. Like you can <laughs> yeah. literally beat, you know, uh, uh, what's his head, uh, Fire, Fire, demon. Fire Sage. Yeah, demon Fire Sage, Centipede Demon. Go through the whole Dragon Blood areas. Go through all of Lost Isolith. Faster in the time humanity. it takes to donate thirty humanity. Yep. <laughs> you know, speaking of speed runs, I uh, I really enjoyed y'all's last episode on speed runs because I, I didn't really know anything about that, and um, I was looking on YouTube like I do every day for any new Dark Souls videos, and uh, yeah. apparently there's been a new like uh, glitch that has been discovered. I don't know if you oh, saw. I know Gary, Gary, I know you're all over the YouTubes, but um, I I don't I don't know about this one though. It's in the depths, and I don't think it's going to be useful to speedrunners because speedrunners mostly skip the depths anyway. But um, if you you know where the channeler is in the depths, yeah, yeah. So if you take a running start and you jump over that rail, like down into where the rats are, and then you mm-hmm. quickly close out and reload, it loads you on top of the rail, which you normally can't get onto. Right, and mm-hmm. that allows you to jump over the edge and into the gaping demon arena. <laughs> without oh, yeah there's no fog door or anything like you can just hang out down there <laughs> oh that's crazy yeah I and thought it, it was does it trigger the boss or no no it didn't look like it he didn't spend a lot of time on the video like he just did it and then walked away but it didn't look like it triggered the boss either so that's interesting it'd be, it'd be really cool if you could like summon down there and like do fight clubs and stuff but i doubt yeah. that you can yeah like if the boss like doing the boss fog is what makes it a non yeah, mm-hmm. and you and yeah, and you can have the boss uh, not killed. The um, I wonder if it'd be useful in any way in like all boss speed runs. Like if there's something you it can do. Be, for yeah. If it would trigger the, I wonder if you like back through that door and then go like if it, the fog door would appear if you try to go back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot yeah, of weird sequence breaking because I've uh, making PVB characters. I've been using a save editor on the 360. Mm-hmm. 
there's just a checkbox for unlock all bonfires to warp to. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> and you could warp to the like the chaos, not the 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 chaos bonfire, the homegirl, uh, fair lady chick. And yeah. uh, if you walk back out, like you can see through the hidden door, but you can't actually walk through. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that, wanna... that makes you, there are no other two way hidden doors. Like there are no doors in Dark Souls that you can approach from either hidden like walls, and you approach from either side. That you can't, yeah. That you can get behind normally without using you know, yeah cheats or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Um, yeah, that's pretty neat. I've thought about doing a just as a challenge playthrough. Doing uh, someone proposed like it's like the backwards like boss. So like at any given time that's available, you do the hardest boss. So it's like something like like Sif is the first boss, and then four, four kings, and you can four do kings. like whatever you want, but you just kind of go through. And then like the point is to have the Taurus demon be the last thing you fight before Gwen. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I guess it would be uh, would it be Taurus Demon and then Gwen or Pinwheel and then Gwen. Yeah, e- either or. <laughs> I can I can I've never one shot Pinwheel. I can one shot the Taurus Demon. So yeah, that's like, true. Like, yeah. Like, the um, was I my dumb uh, the next playthrough I'm going to do for the Let's Play, and I can't remember if I mentioned this on there, but is my I want to see if you can do through the go through the game doing all magic. So like never and forgive me if I already said this like never attacking so. It's all about just managing how much ammo I have spell-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and just get, see if I can get through the game without hitting attack. Like, I'll There's never a, uh, a guy on the forums that has been streaming, because um, all I do is hang out in the IRC chat and watch Dark Souls streams. Like, that's my life. Besides <laughs> work and, you know, the other life stuff. It's good work. But he did, he did exactly that. He did a no-shield oh. magic run. Jeez. And... Um, it was like at the end of the at the end of the run when he beat Gwen, he had something because all he was leveling was um, a little bit of attunement. He did a little bit of vit and then uh, vitality, and then the rest was magics or intelligence. So he was at like eighty something intelligence. By the end of the run. <laughs> but watching that, uh, I watched him take on Manus, man, and I would not wish that on anybody. Totally shieldless. He didn't have the pendant. It was crazy. <clears throat> yeah. God. It would be tough. I just wanted to do it, and like, if I'm not doing like speedrun stuff, to have it be about like figuring out which enemies are worth trying to kill and how many spells I need to save up for the boss. Like, kind of changing like there's like a resource management angle to it. I'm trying to think. How early can you get the Crown of Dusk and the Bellowing Dragon Crest? You can get the Crown of Dusk right out the bat. Right the bat, yeah. And yeah, then like with that, you can get the Ulusil Catalyst because that'll be your best catalyst until you. Yeah. Get- intelligence so yeah you could probably do a pretty good job yeah i mean you'd just be really fragile (laughs) super super i don't know if i would do it no shield i don't know if i'm quite that hardcore but as soon as that guy finished that he went to a dual claw uh run and oh that's awesome too yeah Yeah. man fucking goofy we now that you watch uh you've been turned on to watching speedruns there's the one guy we talk about him in the episode who just does the gimmick ones um, his shield only speedrun was really fun to watch. Like, uh, you know, and he does it. Like, he just happened to luck out and get a bone wheel shield. Like, right, you know, that's, and for a shield only speedrun, that's what you immediately do. That's, that's, that's what you want, yeah. You get as much humanity as possible, run down there, and then get Leroy to kill a bunch of those things until one drops a bone wheel shield. <laughs> but yeah, like, never, only using shields to, uh, to attack. We all pray that we will have far more soon 